Hey, everybody. Sorry this took so long. It's uh, It's been a crazy holiday, and Andrew was uh, hanging out in New Zealand for a couple of weeks, hanging out with the Hobbits, and um, we finally got recording uh, a little after Christmas, and I just haven't had time to edit it, but now I'm back. It's edited. It's ready to go. Um, we both loved it. And we had a good time recording it. Sorry, the audio isn't ideal. My microphone was here in LA and I was home in New Jersey, so I'm talking to my laptop. Um, so I apologize for that, but you'll uh, you'll get the gist of it. It's not terrible. Um, we also just joined Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Sean underscore and underscore Andrew, spelled out the way normal people spell those things. And, uh, you know, we're on Instagram too, at Sean and Andrew Talk About Movies, Facebook, all that fun stuff. So uh, without further ado, here is our review of Star Wars The Last Jedi. What is this? Why are we connect why are we connected? I don't know why we are connected, but there is a reason. I'm doing a Kyle Ren! Ah! <laughs> You couldn't hear me. I recorded on all that. Maybe just one half of it. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you pretty good. All right, cool. Because I, I don't know, because these are my dad's old school headphones, because mine are, I'm getting new pads and a wire. My wire broke on my flight home to, to Jersey. Yeah. So I can rebuild it. Uh, rebuild um, it. Better. Stronger. Dude, welcome back. Dude, I'm back stateside. I don't know what day it is. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, it's um, yeah. I the last imagine. thing I want to do is go on another plane, and I have two flights tomorrow <laughs> starting at five thirty a.m. Oh, no, <sighs> fuck But we me. gotta talk Star Wars. We so, really uh, gotta fucking talk Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> We're naming this episode Sean and Andrew need to talk about Star Wars. I think, right? Yeah, because we yeah. do. It's fucking overdue. We uh, need to talk about Star Wars. I I, I, I think there's a couple other things. A couple other segment like things to, to talk about that we never got a chance to do before i left that i want to tack on at the end i'm gonna pop them on the docket and go ahead and yeah do you want to just dive right into star wars and then do like a new zealand uh trip little yeah. trip advisor andrew's trip advisor review of uh middle earth oh yeah and also you know let's just get one of them out of the way i just wanted to talk about the jurassic world trailer because that's way back and we never got a chance to do that oh yeah uh, i just want to put this on the record right now i'm putting money on that sequence that the trailer is, where it's like the volcano explosion stampede, Chris Pratt gets sucked in by the smoke, or the ash of the volcano. He's gonna burst out of that on the back of the T Rex because Blue is gonna, because Blue is gonna uh, talk to the T Rex. They're gonna is, high five. Yeah, they're gonna that, be like, nah. con, con. T Rex is gonna nod and then he's gonna nod at him and then he's gonna <laughs> ride on the back of it and shepherd them onto a Noah's Ark. I'm putting fucking money on that. Uh, I've been it wa- seems I, I've been wanting to bring yeah. that up for like th- four weeks now. <laughs> I don't know if I want to give my money to that movie yet. Oh, fuck no. Um, Apparently they only showed the first half. There's okay, that, that kind of... Yeah. That kind of has me interested. They but... go to a second location, and there's like an evil John Hammond, played by... Um, uh, the guy from Game of Thrones? Nope. Uh, <laughs> that plays everyone in... Like, uh, he just replaces dudes now that are dead. In, he's the guy in Rogue One that's in... Uh, you know what I'm talking about? No, no. Who you talking ba- about? Guy who plays the guy who plays Barristan Selmy, I think he's in. He plays like the bearded general guy that was in A New Hope, but obviously he's like dead by now because that was oh. 40 years ago. 
and he's in Rogue One <sighs> playing that character. And he looks exactly like I a, think like, I know what you're talking about. He gets killed at Craster's Keep. He was like a Jon Snow ally. He gets killed... He gets killed by the Sons of the Harpy in season five. Oh. When, uh... Am I thinking of the same person? He's got the white beard. He's got white hair. Uh, he says... He calls Princess Leia Princess Leah in the... Uh, or A New Hope. He's playing that character when they're, like, going over the Death Star briefings. And he's got a great big bushy beard. Yes! <laughs> he looks like Gandalf and Obi-Wan Honestly, mixed. I don't want to talk too much about Lord of the Rings right now like we're going to, but I just... I, for some reason, I watched all three extended Hobbits. Boom, 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 boom. Wow. And I did not do that with Lord of the Rings when I flew into New Zealand. Because I actually I needed sleep then. I couldn't sleep this time, so I was like, fuck it. And then I just couldn't sleep during, like, the Battle of Five Armies was like, it just didn't end. <laughs> that and when they fight Smaug. When they it's fight just the Smaug, battle in real time. <laughs> yeah, no, it basically is. I'm like, there's some good, like, the extended version of the battle is, like, definitely better, but it is just... The entire time that I was watching, it was like, just think of the stuff you cut. <laughs> like, there's, yeah. there's some great scenes. And then it's like, by the time you get to Battle of the Five Armies, though, all the badness is, like, ingrained. Where it's just like, <clears throat> I don't know what you do. You can't. Uh, it's like, it's like uh, George Lucas at the end of seeing the first cut of Phantom Menace. He's like, I can't cut anything out. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all there I already. Up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reshoots weren't a thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. poetry. It's like poetry. It and then reshirts were totally a thing in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah, beards. <laughs> uh, no, I think they were on Phantom Menace too. Obi Wan, I think, has a beard. Yes, has yeah, his hair, his hair, his hair is different. Is. Yeah, um, he has like a wig. Yeah, I think he like shaved it for something or whatever. Yeah, he's, um, he's a Kate Mara, Fantastic wig. Sean, we should watch that movie sometime. <laughs> I was watching um, the original, I guess, original Fantastic Four, the one that people have actually seen. Oh. Um, that was on I... after Batman Forever. I was like, that's a weird segue. What a good, that's <laughs> a good lazy day of movies. Uh, you texted me that Batman Forever was on, and literally it was while I was going through security. It's like I saw that going through security. I was just pissed off going through security, and the only thing that was keeping me going was out loud. Out loud, I was going. Because this was getting on my second guys, flight, which fucking who's sucked. this crazy guy singing I, the Batman Forever theme song? <laughs> if somebody had stopped me and went, Is that Batman Forever? I would be like, You're my new best friend in the whole world. Because who the fuck would get that? I literally was just doing it like going going down the aisle of the plane. I was still doing it. I was like, <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I just reached the point where I didn't care. Uh, my first, because the one flight, the flight from New Zealand to LAX was like 14 hours or something like that. I left at like 3.30 in the afternoon That's good there. for me to know, because that's not too bad for me. Oh, no, that's not too, too bad. That was to get to Auckland. Uh, when I went, I had to land in Sydney, and then I went to, uh, I'm blanking on it. Not Christchurch. Christchurch was a cool city. Um. Not Wellington. Jesus Christ. I'm completely blanking on where the fuck I flew in. This is going to piss me off. Um, <laughs> I only know of, like, the, I loved it airports. So I was like, I only know of, like, Wellington and Auckland. Auckland. And... What? 
I'm sorry. This is completely going to stall me. Um, for those who don't know, yeah. Andrew was in New Zealand for like, what, two weeks? I was there, I think? Yeah, from December 13th until like a couple hours ago. A long time, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's December 29th right now. It's December 29th. I left on December 29th as well, so I went through some sort of time tunnel. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I gotta Google though when the fuck this flight, where the fuck did I land? Why am I, I'm completely blanking on the name of this place and it's really actually upsetting me. San Francisco, Queenstown. Yeah, Queenstown. Queenstown was really cool, but I had to go Sydney. So it was three flights to get there. It was only two flights to get home, which was not as bad. Okay. And Queenstown is in the South Island, which is basically where all the extreme sports shit that we did was. And then North Island was a lot more of the chiller, like cultural things and Lord of the Rings tour and stuff like that. So we'll get to that. I was in Auckland for the last couple days and then. This is a small story. Uh, and the entire trip, because I left on the 13th, and I arrived, like, on the 15th in New Zealand. So Star Wars had come out. And I was like, fuck. I was like, this is going to be just... Every time, it's like when The Force Awakens came out, it took me, like, two weeks to see it, because I promised another friend back home that I was going to wait until she came back to, like, watch it. So I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and I finally saw it. And I don't think I had it spoiled. I think I maybe had enough hints that it was spoiled. With this going in... Things were stu- the watershed was breaking on discussions. I basically stu- stu- stayed away from f- spoilers for the Last Jedi. Uh, I stayed away from yeah, YouTube. Let's, let's pref- yeah, let's preface. Yeah, like, I just want to just talk I, about yeah, it. I think people get it at this point. Yeah. Like, never know. I, I went on YouTube once when I had Wi-Fi and like Mr. Sunday Movies, which is a YouTube channel I really like. One of his videos was just titled "Did the Last Jedi Ruin Luke Skywalker?" And every other video that was recommended was Last Jedi related, and I like did like a half scroll and went like, oh, closed it. I was like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to, I don't want to stumble in anything. Uh, then Instagram had what I think, I guess what I realized later was a Photoshop of a scene, but it looked like it was like cam footage. And then the thing that kept the thing that ru- not didn't ruin it. The biggest spoiler I got was I kept getting ads on Instagram or Facebook where it's like a poster. You've probably seen it. Where they have all of the movies and it's like a silhouette. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, the yeah, silhouette yeah. Well, of all the lightsaber yeah. fights. So it it's had, a cool poster. It is a good poster, and it's also a fucking spoiler because it's yes. a uh, yes. Darth Maul fight, probably Yoda fight, probably Obi Wan, Anakin, or, or probably General Grievous. It's probably General Grievous. That one's more important. Um, and then Obi Wan, Vader, Luke, Vader, Luke, Vader at the emperor and then ray versus kylo and then i saw all the red dudes red lightsaber blue lightsaber and i was just like fuck and i scrolled past that and i forgot about it until right before the fight started but even still i didn't know how it was gonna go down in that scene and it was fucking great uh so it was my last Easily the highlight of the movie for me yeah so basically the oh boy i don't even know we'll, we'll get to it we'll get into it but the uh so we drove to Auckland. I forget what we did that morning. That morning we did something fun. The fuck did we do that? We did something in the morning. Then we did a bus. We left Rotorua. Went took a bus. Oh, we went to Hobbiton that morning. I was in the uh-huh. Shire. That's what it was. Oh, see the Hobbits. I they, you can't go into Bag End, and I said I, the tour guide told us that, and I, from the back I yelled, "What? So you're telling me I can't hit my head on a beam like Gandalf? That was my whole reason to come to this dumb country." <laughs> and she was like, "Hey, what the hell? This is where this is my home country. This is where I'm from." 
I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm only half kidding. Uh, I, it's, but I'm secretly boiling with rage yeah. right now. Somebody did get a video of me <laughs> hitting my head coming out of one of the hobbit holes. You can go into. I'll send it to you because I have. I left it unread on, in my in my inbox, but uh, I have it. Um, but yeah, so we were in Hobbiton, then we went to Auckland, and we had like a th- three and a half hour span. Basically, the trip was done for me. The last thing me and my brother paid for was this amazing ice cream tasting thing, which I don't have to talk uh-huh. about on the podcast, but this is a guy named Giappo in Auckland, New Zealand, and he does this taste test thing where it's, I was calling it boss rush. Like, if you've ever played a video game and you do, like, you get to the part where it's, they just keep sending boss after boss after boss fight. <laughs> And, like, you have all these crazy, super elaborate ones with, like, these cho- – one was just a Kraken ice cream cone, but it had, like, all these dark chocolate tentacles and a big Kraken fucking oh top God. coming out of the ice cream cone. You have all these crazy ones, and then there was one where they brought out, like, eight ice cream cones that had, like, donuts and shit coming out of them. I was like, guys, this is, like, that boss, like, the big monstrous one, and then all the ones after this are probably just going to be, like, human-sized, and then they were. They were, like, teeny tiny, like, <laughs> cups of, like, really good ice cream. And uh, so it was like a boss rush of fucking ice cream. But anyway, in between that, like me and my brother checked into a hotel. He was like, I had planned, I had convinced other people and I tricked a couple other people into coming to see Star Wars with me. Uh, and my brother was like, go ahead, I'll, I'll catch up. I thought he was going to meet us at the theater. He didn't. So movie tickets at this place were like $35 a ticket. I bought him a ticket. Oh my God. He did not make it. I tried to contact him. I went back outside. I ran back inside. I couldn't find him. By the time I got sat down in the theater, the fucking Lucasfilm logo was up, and I was like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm going to eat this ticket. It's fine. But I felt really shitty for the first, like, 15 minutes, but then it was so fucking good, dude. I loved it. I told you, I think, nine and a half out of ten. Like... That's a that's a higher grade than I gave it, mm-hmm. but I I really liked it too. I I still like I have all right. I just want to get into it. Yeah, get into it, dude. You let's you talk. You want to talk about longer, so I want to hear what oh you have to say. I'm like, really it's, curious it's been what you like, have to say. It's like it's like knowing it's like American Pie when you're like trying to get laid, you know, and like you know prom dates coming, and I was just like, I, I know he's gonna see it. Mm-hmm. I know he's gonna see it. I just don't know when and. Just gotta fucking talk about you were really it. getting um, mad at me. You, I was like, just fucking see. I, I still have some friends that mis- haven't seen you it. You had Mr. Dickovich memes. Too, memes. Too. <laughs> I had so many away. Dickovich memes. I said, did you see the other one from Revenge of the Sith? I that I said. <laughs> you were that supposed was, to uh, paint the right. You were supposed to paint the damn door. <laughs> Um, who said that to me? Someone said that to me. I can't take credit for that one. Um, yeah. Anyway, if you have any fan out there, just keep sending us dick. One fan, our one fan, hey, Ricky. Um, so I really liked it. I, I think I like actually think I predicted the at least the outcome in terms of what the general response would be to it. Um, I don't know what ep- I was trying to figure out mean? the episode when I talked to you. I was like, I feel like it's going to be weird and people won't like it. Oh yeah, yeah you did say that. I, you did say that. I did specifically said that. Ryan, I like. I was Ryan Johnson even before in interviews was saying like, this is going to be a weird one, and I, I yeah. was just like, bring it on, buddy. Yeah, I was like, I was into that, and I was like, definitely prepared for that. So it definitely was easier for me to not be like, oh, fucking Snoke, like what, dude? Um, that was so good, but keep yeah. Going. Um, so, I guess, I was, like, kind of like, good job, Sean, like, you, you knew this was coming. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And there was some stuff that, like, 
conceptually was really good, but the execution wasn't as good as the kind of like, concept. I'm just curious. Um, uh, the Leia flying back into the starship, like execution wise, just looked kind of awkward. I kind of like uh, the CGI wasn't that great either. I kind of loved but, it. I loved it. Uh, I was like, I mean, I was like, all right, like if she's gonna display the force, I'd rather have her do that than like whip out a lightsaber. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. It's, that makes more sense. We've never for the seen character. her use it, and I think we're—I forget if I was talking to you about this. I was talking to somebody. She's in the OG three. She's a lot more like of an empath. Like everything is like she can sense how people are feeling. She's much more empathetic. Yeah. We've never seen her use it, and like it's been thirty years, and to realize where it's like, whole. I, I liked that moment because it was just like. Fuck, she's way far more powerful than anybody realized. And who knows? I don't even think she's ever been trained. You know what I mean? Like she just no. As far as I know, she just like kind of she just kind of lives with it. Yeah. But like it, she's also like running the show. She's General Leia. She's got like yeah. We gotta talk about she's that. gotta focus on that shit. Yeah, we, um, I liked her a lot more in this movie though. Really like good. it felt like she, it didn't feel like she felt kind of like shoehorned into Force Awakens, and it was like kind of awkward. A couple, um, of, a couple. Her Han scenes though are really good in the Force. Oh yeah, Awakens. I mean, come on, how could they not? Be? No, I, um, I know her performance yeah. isn't. Her performance is much better than this. Her performance was a little weak, honestly, in Force Awakens. This feels shitty to say. Can we let? Can we just talk about Princess Leia for a little bit, real quick? I'm not. I don't want to cut you off too long, but um, I know she was much better in this. Her performance in Force Awakens is fine, but some of those scenes, like her and Han, just like uh, changed her hair, like uh, new jacket, same jacket, like all that. It's just like oh, fuck. They still, they're still, they still crazy about each other. But they just can't. They but they couldn't make it work. Uh, she's great in this. I think. Remember in interviews, they were saying the plan was Force Awakens was going to be Han's movie, Last Jedi was going to be Luke's movie, Nine was going to be Leia's movie. And they said also it's a fitting send off for the character. I don't know what where that leaves nine, but I want to talk about it briefly because I've been thinking about. Oh it. yeah, we should definitely let's let's talk about like where we think nine's going to go at the well, end for sure. I have some ideas. Well, I just want like, to some. Since do you want to just do it? Right I, I I mean, this just, is just one thing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. This isn't a huge prediction. This is just kind of what I want, and I I think it would be the most. I think it's the best thing. This is going to maybe not be the most tasteful comment, but whatever. Um, obviously, Carrie Fisher passed away, which sucks because she's fucking awesome. She's just a great person. Um, she And if they were going to do more of a focus on Leia, that would have been amazing. There's not really a stand-in character who can carry the torch. I hope they don't pass it off to her daughter too much because I don't. She's just kind of a bear character. Like she's a good side character, yeah. but there's not a lot to her. Yeah, it wouldn't. They gave her a lot more to do in this. Yeah. than Force Awakens for sure. It would have felt like Laura Dern was supposed to be who they're passing the torch to, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh, and then I hope in the open that ain't gonna work. No, I would rather in the opening crawl they just it. I would rather have the opening crawl announce Princess Leia had passed away like peacefully, and now it's. If the first movie was about, like, rediscovering these legends, and then this movie was a lot more about embracing them, like the heroes of old, Nine is, is going to be about, they're all gone. Yeah. And, like, this is ha- all new. Ponda Baba is, like, the last one, or whatever his name is. Lando's co-pilot. He's... Well, I'd do that. He's the <laughs> last one. Admiral Ackbar died. They, Admiral Ackbar yeah. died. Like, 
Uh, yeah, I think they, the only reason why that was because people were pissed, and I was like, I think it's because the guy the that voice voiced actor him passed away. Yeah. He passed away after Force Awakens came out, yeah. so I was like, I think that's the only thing he can do. That's the only thing really. he can do. Like, but also, they said Admiral Ackbar died, and I got sad. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Um, I think I agree. My first thought was Crawl 2. I was like, all right, fine. That could work. Or or I think it'd be kind of cool and, like, somber and also kind of a callback to the prequels to do a funeral scene. Start start 9 with a funeral scene yeah. for Leia. And do it, like, shoot it similarly to Padme, you know. Don't do um, a big action scene. I would love a very somber start to Nine, because yeah. Nine is really going off into uncharted territory. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, I have a lot of, like, concerns about Nine, especially that now also, that JJ's coming back. Like, also, it'd be this, Kylo Ren, if he hears about that, like, in his position where he's at right now, if Princess Leia just starts with her dead, like, that's... It could, like, drive the plot yeah. in a weird... I also think, like, you could handle it, like, how they handle the death of Jonathan Kent in Superman lore is, like, sometimes people just die. Yeah. You know? Like, That's what I you, want. You can't do anything about it, you know? Like, you, you, even though you have all these powers mm-hmm. and, like, everything means something, sometimes shit just happens for no reason. And, and Leia like, wouldn't hang on to... Wouldn't use her powers to hang on to life. She used them to save herself, yes. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Mm, That's true. And from my perspective, have you have you, have you heard of the tragedy of Dark Place? I, I have actually. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what, what else conceptually were you not into, or conceptually you liked? That was like the only thing. Like, uh, um, I did not care for the. That's battle. the only thing that really sticks out in my mind. Um, like, I think if it just like was shot differently, even if it was the same, thing, you know what I mean? Like, it just I was like, okay. The like it, the CGI just wasn't as top notch as like other stuff in the movie. I didn't think it's that bad. I don't know. I don't know. It just was like awkward, and I I don't know. I, I just if she just like floated back in a different position, yeah, I don't it, know. I I just thought like it was very like very such a minor murder. such a minor gripe. Yeah. Like it, it was like it, it happened. It's over. Though. Like I. Oh, the music was great. Like everything else, and also it also foreshadows what's going to happen in the movie. She flies through Snoke's uh, hologram. She flies through. There's the hologram on the ship of Snoke's destroyer, and she flies through it like in the same spot that Laura Dern's. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I didn't read that, that online. There was. I was like, oh shit! Would have been better if it was Leia that did it. Yeah. Then it would have been even more foreshadowing. But uh, yeah, whatever. Maybe they. Maybe that was you, the plan. I. But like then. Right? Do you think like then they were like maybe they were like maybe it would be kind of distasteful. I don't think if, it like, would have actually killed Carrie Fisher in the movie. I don't think it would have been. I've said this before, but I think in Fast and Furious. Well, this is dark, but I, in Fast and Furious Seven, it was about Jason Statham coming and showing up and killing all the members of the team, and then Paul Walker died. I was like, just have him kill Paul Walker. Um, yeah, it's 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 a hard. It's it's like super manipulative. And, you know, I know. Yeah, it's hard. It's just a, it's just like you know you're dealing with real life consequences. I, agree. And I don't think it would have been that bad because they said it was a good send off, and it's it leaves more questions than at the end of the movie when it doesn't it end with her in the tableau, or it ends on the kid, right? Yeah, space kid, broom guy. Question: Did he? Grab that broom with the force. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Loved it because yeah. I was like, it actually. I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That. That's my first time I saw. I was like, I saw that right. Yeah, same. Like, 
I was like that. That was a really well done. That was a really good execution yeah. scene. Like because like you were like, wait a minute, did I just see yeah. that? Like it's so subtle. You just like Ugh. I you fucking know. loved it. Uh, yeah, I fucking loved that ending. Um, yeah, it was really that good. holding the broom like a lightsaber. Yep. And looking at the moons. Uh, that. <laughs> I was I was hoping we would get a Steven Spielberg shooting star, but whatever. an ET, just an ET. Um, well, uh, I loved that. That was something I wasn't sure if I caught. I didn't catch when Ray left Luke. She put a bunch of stuff in a drawer. At the end of the movie, someone opened it up and grabbed something out of there. Finn grabs a blanket for Rose and all the all scroll, the books all the are text. in there. The sacred the text. sacred text. Not page turners, are they? <laughs> oh my God, Yoda. Showed up, Sean. I was so fucking happy Yoda showed up. Yeah. ILM does not know how to make puppets, but it's fine. <laughs> well, they used the mold, the original mold. Oh, they yeah, found cool. the mold of Yoda from uh, the original movies, mm-hmm. and it looks way better than the Yoda from Phantom Menace. <laughs> Phantom Menace. Yeah, but Yoda from Phantom Menace looks a little. The Yaddle in Phantom yeah. Menace. Like, wow, that is the best Yaddle I've ever seen. <laughs> The female Yoda, um, everybody. I, on the I liked it because, like, it would have it felt more like of a natural progression than if they like kept with CGI. Yeah, I and, loved. Like, they, I loved. He was a puppet, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? And also, and they also like didn't even really make him that transparent. No. he's just kind of there, and with has like a little bit of a blue glow yeah. around him. You know, it's just there. And I was like, "Word, I'm into it." I love. Super into it. That Luke Skywalker. It felt meta. But I love that Luke Skywalker reserved himself on an island. A lot island. of this movie was meta. Mm-hmm. The two big meta thing, the two big meta things I loved was that Luke Skywalker lived lived on a secluded island by himself that was surrounded by goofy Muppets. Because that's fucking Star Wars nerd. Like, deal with it. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Finn, yeah. who is, I think we can all agree, Finn's kind of a dummy. He goes to yeah. Casino World and he's like, "Oh, this place is cool. It looks all cool. It's super cool." And then the girls, uh, Rose is like, hey, "This place Yo, sucks. No, it's Take not. a closer look." And also, it looks like anywhere from the prequels. It's all smooth, circular Coruscant buildings or Naboo. Justin Thoreau is there. That was Justin Thoreau. Oh yeah, I thought that, that was, was the dude from The Artist, whose name I don't know. Yeah, well, that's what was great about it. that whole movie was like that whole bit was like a twenties, thirties kind of aesthetic, yeah. and he's got like the pencil mustache yeah. and like the quaff of white. It should have just been yeah, Oscar Isaac. Again. I was like, I was like, is that... <laughs> it's like a weird time warp. Well, the actually now that you mention it, cameos. speaking of playing two roles. Mark Hamill does the motion capture for the little guy that's trying to put the coins in BB-8. That's Mark Hamill. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's actually great. Uh, I've been doing so much research while you were hanging out with the Hobbits, dude. I was I like, "What is going on in this anything. movie?" I got the red letter. You like just saw? When did you see it? Like a day or two ago? I actually couldn't tell you. <laughs> well, yeah. could have been four dude, days I, with the. I don't know how much I've been up or slept. I don't fucking. Know. I really don't know what's going on. But I know there's. I saw it opening night, so like I've been sitting on. This have you for seen a while. it once or twice? <laughs> I saw yeah, it twice. I want to go again. Um, I caught... And I liked it more the second time. Because, like, the first time it was just a barrage of, like, shit. And I was like, whoa. Like, this is a lot to digest, right? You're giving me a lot, right? I think like, I was... I think I was into it. I feel like having that time where I wasn't, like... No, I was into it. I was just, well, like, I was just you like, know... I finally get to see it. It's great. Um, what was I going to say? 
I but I get why people wouldn't. And I was talking to yeah, my it's brother's different. friend was here, and he did not like. He was like, he was like two and a half. It was too long. Two forty. He kept saying two forty five, which it's not two hours. It could have. It could have probably benefited from like ten to fifteen minutes getting trimmed. But I did not care I for the stuff on the planet <laughs> at the end. Really? Yeah, I thought I said that over text. I, you did say that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I don't know if that really, if that surprise really was for the podcast, and I just blew up your spot. But what are you talking about? No, it wasn't. I I, now that you mentioned, I do remember you saying. Um, I liked. um, I think I liked the idea of the Canto Bite stuff, which is Vegas. They go to Vegas. I like that. Um, I think it's the whole point of the movie. I just think that like it doesn't really lead anywhere. The whole point of the movie. It, well, it is the whole point of the movie. Like, that's the message of the yep. movie is, like, the 1% is bad. And, like, no, not, I'm not talking about that. It's somebody had – I read somebody's Facebook rant about this, and I'm kind of going to be borrowing some of their words. But a huge chunk of the movie is that big hero Hail Mary plays don't really work, and it's not the thing that's going to save the day. And Finn's whole mission was a big Hail Mary hero play. It's what Poe did at the beginning – and then over the course of the movie, learned was wrong. Finn didn't quite realize it still even at the end. He barely got it at the end because he tried to sacrifice himself. The Their whole plan didn't work. It didn't go anywhere because it was a fucking failure. It was a bad idea. Like, it was such a slim... You knew what the stakes of the resistance... The resistance I can't speak right now. The resistance's uh, situation was the entire time. They had three ships that were just like... And they couldn't go anywhere, and it was like an entire fucking fleet was just waiting to just... Yeah. Well, it's Mad Max Fury Road in space. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> in good ways. Oh, um, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, that's actually a good way of looking at it. That actually kind of changes my perspective of it. Because you're right, it's, it is about, like, failing and learning how to... The movie is about failure and overcoming failure, and I fucking loved it. Everybody has to deal with it, but continue... Uh, especially Luke. Um, yep. I really so. Do we go in order? Other, yeah. So the movie opens with the crawl, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then Finn or Poe is uh, making a collect call. Did you see it in three D? I didn't. But that first shot, I was like, this probably looks fucking great in three D. Yeah, like, I didn't see it in three D either. Um, Poe makes a collect call to General Hux. Um, <laughs> Who also was really good in this movie. I yeah. really, I'm so glad he's like still in the series. Uh-huh. I was like worried that he was gonna die in Force Awakens, and he didn't, and he didn't die in this either. I was like, all right, word. Like, I'm glad he's in he it. He became the interesting. He's well. He's like, I love him and Kylo's. Like, yep. they're kind of now. It's like an actual struggle for power yep. because Snoke's he's dead. interesting now. Uh, he's an interesting figure. Yeah, now it's like real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's a and he also. Nut. <laughs> And he's also, like, kind of a comedic punching bag also, which is cool. Like, everyone was complaining about it. I was like, yeah, but, like, he also is, like, interesting, too. He's not just comedic punching bag material. He's easy um, to laugh at, but he's still a very credible threat. He's like uh, he's like a Grand Meister Picel. Mm, a bit. No, okay. okay. I don't know. Who also is in Empire Strikes Back. Um... Oh, he's yeah. in one of the adats, or I think he's in an ad. Yeah, 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 no, he is. He's the he's the AT-AT commander. I think he gets promoted, and then 
He might even be in Return of the Jedi. I, think I don't he, know. Um, there's like one of the generals who gets promoted like a couple times in, in between Empire and Jedi. Which is interesting. Yeah, I really... I, Don Wall Gleason's also just really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, like, they did a good job with the makeup. Like, his eyes just look sunken in. Like, he just looks stressed. Yeah, he looks and, really like, shitty in the, a good way yeah, in this one. Yeah, like, he looks, <laughs> looks really old. fucking... Like, hasn't slept in weeks kind of thing. Mm. Um, so, they, they have a little funny Marvel exchange. And, uh... <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was... I was like, oh... When I first saw that, I was like, uh-oh. I, I kind of had that moment of like uh-huh. uh, it was the Thor spinning on the chain moment where it's like oh yes. no uh, hey Disney stop starting it was, your big epics with jokes cause like Star well cause they do it in Force Awakens but it, it's a little bit more subtle oh. like the who talk, who talks first I talk first like Poe has that he's like he does it in the first one it, too like he's like it feels more but it's like not as, it feels it's, too out of place in this one yeah, I'm just still on hold. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, mm, okay, like, I get it. It's fine. Like, they say they say in 70s terms in A New Hope. It's whatever. I'll I take it. Know. But, like, um, it, it just... Can you hear it, me? I think, I, think it just, I think it just went on a little too long, maybe, it was what it was. Maybe yeah. if it was, like, one or two back and forth instead of, like, the three or four that it was. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. Like it, it, it wasn't like that the whole movie. And people were like, "Stupid!" I'm like, it wasn't. Uh, it could have been much a worse. People it could have been kept saying that who had seen it kept talking about how all the jokes were terrible, and it's like way jokier and stuff. I did not see that as a problem. Well, I mean, Star Wars was never super serious, but like, I mean, I think people's like com- comedic sensibilities have changed mm-hmm. over the years. And I was thinking about this, um, yeah. And also, I think like. I think Luke, especially, I mean, people usually point to the Luke throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder moment as, like, a really bad moment. I'm like, that's, like, so Yoda, though. That's, like, perfect. Yeah. Like, Yoda was <laughs> stupid. Like, he's, like, he's, like, eating all his fucking, he's, like, eating all the Luke Slim Jims and stuff. And, <laughs> hey, you know I was gonna what I mean? snap like, into those. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's like he's got his little butt in the air, and he's like digging through. He's like, um, like it's a very Yoda moment, but it's also like a 2017 Yoda moment. Like it's got that 2017, like the music stops, and like there's that like editorial, like you know what I mean? And I was like, all right, fine. Like it's it's an updated version of that, and I was like, okay with it. Another thing Um, to keep in mind with Luke is the career of Mark Hamill and the way that it's gone over the last 30 years. He became a voice actor, and he has become more of a public presence, and Mark Hamill's a funny fucking dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Just let it happen. Yeah. He's also been living alone yeah. for like eight, 10 years at this point on an island with a bunch of fucking goofy puppets, and he's the only dude, like... And porks, 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 porks. porks, porks. Uh, I I have a great take on porgs, by the way. I have a very hot take ooh, on porgs. Not hot. <laughs> that's hot porg take. We're just, Guys, let's just, let's just I think that's the new jump right into the episode. Hot hot, hot porg take. take. So we might try right, this. Is my that. this is my theory. <laughs> okay. So Disney was like, "All right, Ryan, we got these cute little things. You got to put them in the movie. We've already made the plush dolls." And he's like, "All right, fine." The two scenes that the porgs are featured in. Chewbacca's about to eat one of them. 
And the second one is he's just, like, hitting one out of the way. He's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I think, like, Ryan Johnson was just kind of like, fuck your porgs. Like, <laughs> they're in it like, a lot. <laughs> they're in it a lot, but they're also not yeah. in it. Like, they don't do anything. And I kind of would rather have the way that it was than them, like, actually give them a lot of shit to do. You know what I mean? Like, it was... I was you're like, thinking of I'd rather they have them be minions. That that was your fear, is what you're telling. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Or like Ewoks, or Ewoks. Which like arguably are the original minions. And also, I'm gonna do some quick minion Ewok googling later. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I just I was like I can respect it because like he's like about Chewie goes vegan. It's like got like kind of a vegan message. And his shoes um, <laughs> Chewie goes vegan. No, I just thought it was fucking Star hysterical that. <laughs> Chewie goes vegan. <laughs> what? What the health? What the hoff? Uh, um, so I just do. I liked I liked that I I kind of like have this idea that Ryan Johnson was just like yeah fuck your porks Disney I'm gonna have Chewbacca about to eat one and they're just gonna be in the way and because they, they are they're kind of just in the way. And, and I like how he handled it. And they, like, weren't, like, super consequential to the plot. I was worried that there was going to be, like, a, a Tibbles or Tribbles from Star Trek II, I or uh, yeah. Into Darkness, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I'd rather them really just be there to sell toys and look cute they than were. to, like... And they had a couple funny moments. Just, like... Exactly. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I was, like, totally okay with it. They were, um, like, uh, the Ugnaughts. You know how Chewie was it's like It's like a necessary evil. Yeah. It's a necessary evil. And it's, like, fine. They were cute. They had some funny moments. And there were some good scenes with them. And, yeah. like, they're probably in, like, three minutes of the whole movie. <laughs> if you add it all up together. I genuinely think they it's, They also like almost killed each other. Like, the one yeah. was about to turn on the lightsaber. And, like, one was standing where it comes out of... <laughs> So it's like it's kind of if that actually happened, that would have like solidified my theory. Is that like they just like get zapped and like you just see feathers floating down? They're kind of like kiwi. Um, Just this might have just been because I was in New Zealand. Like kiwi, literally, are flightless (laughs) birds. He's cultured now. (laughs) New Zealand has no natural predators that uh, until the English came and settled it. Like it was was just all birds and insects. There's like no natural predators there, which is why the kiwi like live there and like that they were able to thrive. And then once uh, English settlers came, they brought like stoats and ferrets and things like and possum. Possum are real bad, and they basically just started killing all the birds. Um, The kiwi have no natural predators. They have no natural defenses. (laughs) They're just cute as fuck. They barely even have wings, and like they—they're just chilling. Yeah, they're just little ba- the little round balls. I was like, I kind of want to eat one. <laughs> like they're basically porgs, <laughs> but porgs I think could awesome. fly. I'm sure they were like like physiologically based. I'm looking at some of my notes. Oh, Sorry, dude, is that what paused is? Yeah, oh, okay. that was a big thing I had. Wait, no, it's um, my video screen saying paused. Yeah, okay. yeah. When I when you exit out of, uh, so. Also, okay, I got... I hit a lot of these already, actually. Um, So, let me ask you this, Andrew. More lens flares than The Force Awakens? (laughs) There were a lot. I noticed there was a couple scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say yeah, because I noticed them this time. Yeah, I was like... Interesting. I don't think I he didn't them. shoot him with he didn't he didn't shoot it anamorphic like JJ does, so they were different style lens uh-huh. flares than like the annoying Star Trek lens uh-huh. flares. But 
I noticed that. I was like, JJ definitely subdued his lens flares, but I think uh, I think Ryan threw a few Ryan in there. Ryan did. Um, I want a quick check. No, Jumanji made thirty six million dollars. Jumanji apparently is really good. I want to yeah, see. I, I want to see. There's a lot of stuff out. I'm on IMDb real quick. I wanted to see who shot it because I didn't recognize his name when it came up in the credits. Oh, it's it's Ryan Johnson's normal guy. Oh, is it? Who I know. I now I've now worked with two people that know him personally. Oh, that's cool. I bet he's a cool dude. And, I, and that one of them, he was like her professor, and apparently, and then the other guy, he's like friends with him. I was like, damn, that's sick. Steve um, Yedlin, he did a good job. I, I he's like, like he, he's like he's like my buddy shooting Star Wars, and I was like, what, like episode eight, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's Ryan Johnson's guy. I was like. Uh, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? Um, Bacon powder? Um, um, I just watched one. I haven't seen Wayne's World movies in so fucking long. I really need to. Um, but, 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 what else? What else we got? Uh, we were just talking about the beginning. I, you know, here's just a small detail. I love that every spaceship engine on the Resistance is started by fire. And they all have to, like, fucking use the pilot light to start all of them. <laughs> Oh, Every yeah. single one of them. There's like a couple scenes where it's yeah. like whoosh, engine started. Oh, I want to say I caught two cameos. I caught Ryan Johnson in he's the guy, the one dude eats the ground, and he's like That's Gareth Edwards. The guy who eats the salt? Or wait, no, the guy next to him is, is Gareth Edwards. No, it's Gareth Edwards. I'm pretty sure it's Ryan Johnson. That's it's Gareth Okay, Edwards. well either way I knew I like it that. was a director. It's it's the guy next to the guy next to the guy that's like mm, yeah. salt. Um that was Gareth I thought Edwards. It was Ryan yeah. Johnson. Oh. Um, they look. They do look I similar. I caught the dude that Ryan Johnson puts in all of his movies. He's in Brick, and he's the dude in Looper, uh, who like he's like the main antagonist. He's like trying to kill. Oh, he's Jeff Daniels, like bitch, basically bitch boy in Looper. He drive. He rides by on like a little cart in the beginning when they land at one of the bases, and I saw him I was like oh it's that guy and I was like look at that I'm getting cameos <laughs> um, I should have watched Looper before this I didn't, I didn't watch it well, I haven't it. seen I Looper in a while uh, um, I still haven't watched War for the Planet I'm looking at War for the Planet of the Apes I still haven't watched that ooh yeah I watched that on the flight was, there was a lot of good movies on the flight but instead I was like I'm just gonna return to Middle Earth both times <laughs> I could have watched A Ghost um, Story I could have watched Brigsby Bear could watch The Beguiled. I could have gotten some art in, but I was like, no, I'm going to watch the extended... I watched uh, Boss Baby. Did Boss you? Baby's hilarious, dude. Oh, and there's a, an amazing Raiders of the Lost Ark Jesus reference God. that Sean. only was there for the adults and was only there for the fans of Raiders of the Lost Ark that are adults, which is like me and my dad and you. So it's like fucking perfect. I, I don't want <laughs> it's like to like, see I, the Boss Baby, but... Uh, my flight to Texas tomorrow, my one coworker, she's like demanding we watch it. And I literally sent her an email. I saw that it's two flights tomorrow. We're getting we're connecting. I was like, I'm gonna need to fucking sleep, I think. But we're gonna like I was like, just hold off on the boss baby. If you can't sleep, no, she's put going the boss to make us watch it because we like that was like, that's like a cornerstone <laughs> of our friendship at this point. So anyway, fuck the boss baby. It's there's there's a really good Raiders <laughs> reference. And I was like, there's probably ten people that got did this. Did you know actually John in Raiders <laughs> the Lost Ark there's a really good boss baby reference? <laughs> um so um I really all right. What else in the beginnings? Hux, goofiness. I have Hux was great. Um, can we talk about Kylo Ren? Let's talk about um, Kylo Ren and uh, the shirtless scene. That's a meme. 
that is that is such a meme. Put a shirt on. And he's like, why would I need to do that? So I uh, I have I I wish he, the only thing I would have changed about that scene was he was doing pull ups and he goes nine hundred ninety eight. <laughs> 999 one that oh hey what's up Ray I didn't see there he's like all greased up he's literally like, been doing pull ups all day waiting for their brains to connect again <laughs> I oh man do you think that there's a romance there a Bruin yeah, yeah. that's yeah I'm like there's definitely you, some sort of connection there we're connected I don't think they're gonna do brother and sister I well, I loved I mean, all of their scenes. I think I think Leia would know she if she had another child. I would hope. Although Natalie Portman didn't know she had twins, apparently. So until they I mean, had the twins, be secret. So it's like it. And then she and died. I mean, Anakin definitely was an abusive boyfriend, so he might not have even let her go to the doctor. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of, they had a fucked up relationship. Um, I loved all of their scenes where they connected in the mind and were talking because every single one, each shot was, I'm going to butcher the word, like each shot was just the exact opposite. So she's by water and water's raining down and then it sparks with him. Like it's just little little shit like that, little framing, everything, and it was so good and um, I liked that they, Ryan Johnson also did it with editing too. Um, he he first starts it with like he does it with Leia and Kylo when he's about to shoot the bridge, and he does it. He edits it similarly to how really well Vader and Vader and Luke converse at the end of Empire, where it does like those quick fade in almost. It's you know what I mean, right? Right. What you're about. You know when they're like, oh, he's like yeah, he's like Luke. And it's like a quick iris, yeah. like it's so fast that you can't even like yeah, notice no, it. That with, and with then like Leia. right, 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 with Kylo Ren. It was with him and Leia, and then like it kind of slowly abandons that, and then it becomes its own thing that Ryan kind of creates on his mm-hmm. own. You know what I mean? Like it's like he kind of like twists it into his own. He does that a couple times. I was like, that was cool. I liked how yeah. he kind of he definitely like rewrote a lot of his own rules, and I was like, cool. Like he he took something that we all know that's familiar with Star Wars, and like kind of made it his own this thing, and then this movie pushed it. In, yeah, pushed it. Yeah. yeah, and he pushed it in his own direction. Um, also, um, yeah, I liked that. I liked that a lot. I was like really into that whole their their force connection. Also, one, just read the other day that when Luke comes oh with the rain, yeah, he rubs it. I was gonna say because we were talking about transitions. The one where I think Kylo Ren closes his fist and then it's the warp tunnel. Like Iris is out for there. Yes, that's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. They also he also abandons that whole thing too. He abandons the, the typical Star Wars wipes yeah. pretty fast. He does like I think like within. Before like halfway through the movie, they're just gone. Because then it's just hard it inter- to. It's just intercutting so much, up. yeah. Dude, some of the intercutting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that middle section was like. Ah, that man. was why I was like, we don't need this battle at the end where everyone's together because it was yeah. more exciting. Everybody coming together, but. Um, what were you saying? You were reading something. I was reading an article or something like a blurb that said that when Luke blows up the hut. To like tell LeBray and Kai's like, Kyle, get out of here. You know, uh, that was practical. All the bricks. I was like, that's like, that's like this movie's bread. 
<laughs> that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a good really cool fact. Simple. Um, uh, yeah. I, um, I really liked all the Kylo Ren and Ray uh, stuff. I, I, because you didn't know. This is really good. Ray, throughout the movie, you're legitimately concerned that she's actually going to go to the dark side because she only understands the force to be power and to be used as a means of attack and just power in general. She's not afraid of the dark side at all, but that, I think, could be a strength. She she really doesn't seem to be afraid of it, right? No, not at all. Well, like, they, they explore something that I've been reading a lot about, about, like, Grey Jedi and the fact... That, and, Luke, and Luke talks about this, too, about how, like... The Jedi, and I love that he kind of references the prequels, is, like, they, they kind of fucked up, you know? Like, they, they thought they were, you know, right, and they made a lot of mistakes, and Anakin was pretty skeptical of them for the wrong reasons, but, you know, just, I think that, you know, they're... The height of their power. Having great Jedi, like, I, I kind of, yeah, I, like, I wish it didn't become... It, it like, kind of reverted back to a good versus evil fight for the third act, which I... Which was my major issue, but I also, like, there were little details in the last bit that I'll talk about with you that I don't know if you knew about. Um, okay, I don't know. Can we talk about pre- so, prequels real quick? I want to talk about prequel things real quick. Prequel uh, things. Very small. Um, well, sort of small. I already talked about how I think that they went to a place that aesthetically felt like a place for the prequels, which respects. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Luke. So, one of the central mysteries of the movie that we sort of get half answers to is what happened between Luke and Kylo Ren when he was training him. What happened that night that we heard about in The Force Awakens? We still don't know who the fuck the Knights of Ren are. We yeah, still don't know. That's something if episode 9 I'm is titled... I'm sure JJ's gonna be like... Yeah. Episode 9, Knights of Ren? Oh. Could be. Because um, he took a couple students with him and we haven't seen or heard anything about these other people. So we don't know what they're doing with them or what What's going on there? It's not the Red Guard that was with Snoke. No, no, it's no. a detail that they keep alluding to, but we still haven't seen or heard anything of, which is fucking going to be crazy. Um, and if Kylo Ren is seated in power, then we're... Yeah, anyway, we can talk about that. But um, So Luke started fearing for... He started sensing like darkness in young Ben Solo, his nephew, and then he, like, gazed into his mind and saw a future where he was evil and he was doing all these terrible things. And for just a moment, he, start, he ignited his lightsaber and was about ready to fucking kill a kid in bed. But he didn't do it because he realized what, what the problem was there. The movie does a good thing where it's like, first you hear from Luke's side where it's like he was going to go confront him and then he was attacked and then... Uh, then Kylo Ren went on the rampage and then Kylo Ren was just like, he was going to kill me. And you're completely, you completely understand why Kylo Ren hates him from that point. And like, oh yeah, why Absolutely. he won't listen to him. It's like, because he's fucking afraid of him. And like, that broke his goddamn heart where his uncle was for just a moment. He didn't know it was just a moment. His uncle was ready to fucking kill him and he was like entrusted him. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck you up. Yeah. He didn't, he turned on, he didn't turn his lightsaber off fast enough. He was like, still, he was like, he's like, what have I done? Uh, uh, but, and <laughs> but what Kylo Ren in The Force Awakens feels like a better written version of Anakin in the prequels, 
where he's a whiny kind of conflicted uh, rebel of sorts in his own right um, who is interested in more power in the dark side and whatnot. He feels like a better written version of Anakin. Luke is basically in that one moment is basically living Revenge of the Sith for Vader because he has a vision that he's trying to prevent and in doing so he's about ready to kill a child student of his. So just for, and like, I feel like Mark Hamill's talked about how, Mark Hamill apparently hates it, but like, he's talked about how he didn't see eye to eye with Ryan Johnson's interpretation of the character, but I fucking love that just for that one moment, Luke was about to be his father again, and he realized, like, no, I don't want to do that, and then and he's going to kill a young, he's going to kill a young, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I... I think that quote's taken out of context, too, because, like, he probably read the script without any context and was just like, what? Like, this is crazy. Um, But it felt right, especially for what they set up in The Force Awakens, and... I don't know, like... It worked. Why... If if Luke was the same person 30 years later, what's the point? Like, why would we revisit him? His story's over. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, that... this, This just means the story's not over, and, like, you know what I mean? So... Um, I really liked, I mean, Mark Hamill is just a national treasure. I, you know what I mean? Like he's just the best. And, and I think he was thinking of it through the lens of like a hardcore fan, you know, cause he is a fan of these movies. He said that he said that like, if he didn't get the role, he would have been there at midnight. You know what I mean? So I think he was looking at it through the lens of like, I think people might not like this and it's upsetting, you know, being, being the great dude that he is still was professional. Still was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for the fans. I'm going to not phone it in and give a great performance. It's probably the best performance he's given as Luke Skywalker. Uh, Um, he's just, you know, grown as an actor. And, uh, I, I really liked where they went with him. A lot. I, I liked how he's like this weird guy. He's like not super weird like Yoda, but he's like kind of almost there. Drinking like weird if he had sea a monster more... titty milk. <laughs> Fishing for weird yeah. fish. And Eating like... Muppet fish. It, it, it's a bunch of weird Muppets. It, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's, I, th- I love that shit. Yeah. Um, and then I, you really put the whole Finn and Rose storyline in perspective. Their whole point, um, though, was it wasn't about them. They didn't end up saving the day, but they inspired the next generation to be rebels. Like Because at the end of the movie, the resistance fits in the Millennium Falcon. Like, that's the, yeah, it's fucking, that's the fucking stakes of the... It's worse than Ragnarok, because it's the fucking stakes in the movie that they had, like, a fleet when they started, and they were evacuating, like, hundreds of ships... All but one big one got blown up, which turned into a bunch of... It turned into, like, 30 transport ships, which turned into, like, 10, which turned into a ground battle. Like, that's the thing. Like, you... It's so... There's so few left. Yeah. It's like you can probably... It's probably, like, under 50. Yeah. They could all fit in the Millennium Falcon. Like, that's... Yeah. It's like Rock and yeah. Rock. The all of Asgard can fit on that ship. And big ship. All of the resistance can. That's why I hope Billy D shows. There. He's like, "Hey guys, you missed." I me? expected when they were um, like, "Well, whose ship does this belong to?" And then each Benicio del Toro turned on that thing. It was going to be like showing all the stuff he sold. It's like, yeah, but now who uh, owned the ship? 
Who? I love that Benicio Del Toro. Like, I feel like he just does shit, and people are just like, directors are like, he's not gonna listen. He's not gonna listen to me, so I guess. He's like, I'm like kind of scared of this guy. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely. His character was. Like, oh no, his character was I, I, awesome. I it, it was too. goofy. It felt like it. This is a very weird specific thing. It felt like the type of character Johnny Knoxville loved to play. Does that make any sense? Where it's like it's an old it, it's a it's a trope. Johnny Knoxville. It's it's a fool. It's a fool's trope from like old timey movies. He's got a goofy like fucking Jughead hat. Like a jughead hat. Yeah, he's a, he start. You see him in jail for the first time. Like he's like the drunkard in the prison. He's and, goofy. And the Western. He's got a tick, but he's got like I feel like Asian movies kind of have like that's the way that you know that that's the comic relief character. They got like a goofy signature hat and like a tick. Well, this is this is inspired by like Samurai for sure. Movies and stuff. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. Like, so this, it, this more yeah. than any of the other ones, I'd say. But um, it. it and again, that's why I was fucking all about it. We didn't even talk about how good that bombing scene was in the beginning of the movie. Where the bombers... Oh, yeah, the opening the opening battle. Amazing. I was like, there's some shit... There was a lot of shit in there that I've like never seen yeah. before. Like, when, when Poe does the fucking 180 and the... He's just The X-Wing, I was, like, I was like, whoa, that was, like, really cool. He can just do <laughs> anything in a fucking X-Wing. Uh, he's, like, he's doing some speed racer moves. I was like, sure. They show they show he's a better pilot in five minutes of The Force Awakens than they do in three movies of Star Wars, of but, the prequels with Anakin. But, you know what I mean? Like, ever they kind of, they, Sean. <laughs> that's a cool trick. Um, yeah. They kind of do, do it. I guess they kind of do it in Phantom Menace. I, I shouldn't write that movie off entirely. But, like... They they really show it with like they they don't even need a whole third act to show they show it in like five minutes of like act one you know or like it's the yeah, opening the scene of act two of Force Awakens oh, oh, oh. no I'm saying in Force, Force Awakens, Awakens with like him of Finn look Finn looking well, up well the one shot but I'm talking about when he steals the Tie Fighter That's well he gets shot down too like that that yeah. too was like and that also kind of sets up him in this with the dreadnought he's like we got to take this thing out because it's going to destroy us he's like we got to take these guns out otherwise we're not going to get very far yeah um that was cool i liked that there was a lot so that, that was like a, it was cool man that was so yeah good. um the dreadnought looked really yep. awesome too that was a cool snoke ship was uh, fucking crazy too snoke ship was really cool too um uh, that whole sequence that like snoke that was on. that the 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 throne <laughs> the throne room I'm so it. glad I didn't watch that second trailer dude that like that second trailer kind of gave hints at like what it was gonna look like and they showed the red with the red and wait, I was like wait, I didn't so see did it did see the trailer eventually that was gonna be one of my questions I did see okay, it what do you think of the trailer yeah did you, did you, did you, I, guys, I, I watched like a, Sean what do you think of the last Jedi trailer too <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> It was good. I'm glad. Oh, let me just put it this way. I'm very glad I didn't watch it um, before I saw it. I still don't think like, it's I, anything. I went in. It didn't, but, like, I also, like I said, like, not seeing the throne room shit. Like, that was, that whole red backdrop Fucking was, like, awesome. totally fresh for me. Yo, and also, I was just like, it was just fresh in general, but, like, in the way, like, Will Smith in the 90s would have said. <laughs> <laughs> the throne room. Let's get into it. That shit was so good, dude. So, I have I wrote an article about defending that whole scene. Defend it, um, because people are bitching about Snoke. Um, 
Snoke doesn't people have that call themselves to be a fans. Guy. He doesn't have to be important. Exactly. Snoke, I think I might have said this to you. I forget who I said this to, or if I said it was a thought I had either watching Force Awakens or Return of the Jedi or something, where the Emperor in Return of the Jedi and Snoke basically. They don't have to be a guy. Making the Emperor... He's just the Emperor. He's just... No, he's... Well, yeah, but he's just... He's the call to the dark side. He's just a twist... Like, he's just the manifesta- manifestation of the call to the dark side. That's all it is. The temptation. It's just this yeah. hideous, fucking gross, just like, come on, just give in to the worst parts of yourself and just do it. Do it. And then Kylo Ren just, does just, it. Just jerk, just jerk off, you know. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. Is that? Yeah, I mean, so many words. Which circling back to the Last Jedi. Circling no, circling back to the Last Jedi. I just want to say that I think Luke not using the Force and then using it all was just like the equivalent of you know saving it all <laughs> and then dying. I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is that what your um, next article is Weirdly, about? I weirdly, I weirdly cried the second time, but didn't cry the first time because I guess I knew it was coming, and I like because the first time it was just so much shit to like it was coming at me, and I was like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. It, you Ryan. and Luke, you um, and Luke getting blasted by everything is like. Ah! <laughs> 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 He's trying to just wipe the dust, which possibly is my skin flakes off of his shoulder. <laughs> Literally, I just um, I should not have done that demonstration. It's fucking everywhere right now. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, throne room, though, that was probably the highlight for me overall. It was um, so good. Just I was like on the edge of my seat the yeah. entire time, mm. and. Fuck it, it's good. The like, so okay, good. so um, uh, obviously, I know you saw it. Delicious. If not, it's too late. Um, the, like the whole thing though, where Ray is convinced she's like she she saw a turn and she could she could sense that like Kylo Ren was going to do some kind of turn. There's good. She in you. could I feel, feel the good. It. He could feel the darkness in her, and you end because of like what the movie had been setting up. Like I really didn't know if Ray was actually going to turn evil, like. And Snoke's there tempting her the whole time, and he's, like, feeding her stuff that she wants to hear and everything, and, like, Snoke is, like, crazy fucking powerful in this. Like, the move that Kylo Ren... Oh, dude, the light, the lightning off the ground. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. I still think... I think I remember reading that they did a practical Snoke. I would have loved if he was a fucking puppet in this, because... Yeah, I do remember reading that. looks like, though. Not exactly Clint Eastwood. He looks like Tobin Bell, who is Jigsaw in the Saw movies. He he looks very. I I saw a picture of him in Force Awakens. I was like, wait, he looks like totally different in Force Awakens as the hologram. I was like, they definitely changed. You get more of the lower. I think you get more of like the chin look in Force Awakens, but in this, he's always like kind of down and he's going face forward. a little bit more. Also, they I feel like they were fucking with you the first time you see him because he's kind of farther away in the shot and Kylo Ren's like kneeling down and I was like, and he's like, start, he stands up and he's about to walk forward. I was like, are they going to reveal he's teeny, teeny, tiny? But, I would uh, love they, that. They didn't do yeah. it. But, um, he's like this little uh-huh. fucking Yoda guy. Um, yeah. His, I, him and Kylo though, <sighs> they have the one thing that they have that's like different from Vader, they have the force freeze. 
where they can and yeah. like they gone, yeah. and get like stuck in like a position where they can freeze they can like freeze people and like manipulate them that way which is like fucking creepier but it's cool yeah yeah they I liked um so he's like yeah I, I have been pulling the strings I connected you to blah 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 and Kyler didn't even like, know yeah. about it <laughs> killer killer and then you see the lightsaber start to turn and it gets ignited and I see and that he... you are going to strike down your true enemy and then <laughs> um yeah he goes out like mall yeah, and uh there's two two three pieces. I think he gets um, his arm I think it's one hand gets cut off. Yeah, I like that. I, I didn't notice yeah. that the first time his hand's like still clutching the armrest. Uh, like, my, cool. my brother's um, friend was saying he was reading online that Snoke is still alive and that he was doing the thing that Luke did. And I was like, if they fucking pull that, fuck off. Yeah, Just that's Just have a throwaway conversation about who he was in, yeah. the la- in the next movie. That'd be cool. Leia passes away, they do a funeral for her, and then they do a formal like military kind of... How about that Snoke yeah, guy? They do right? some sort of funeral for him um, as well, or like winter cut that. Yeah, like a one year later, like anniversary remembrance day, and then like Kylo Ren like assumes control of the First Order or something. Um, and then Ray gets the lightsaber. Or no, she gets Kylo's lightsaber and starts hacking away, and then. Dude, well, no. So Snoke gets killed, and he has the Imperial Guard, who are, like, the Imperial Guards that we know from the Return of the Jedi, and also Revenge of the Sith a little bit. But they're, each one looks like a fucking samurai, and they all have some kind of crazy weapon. And I think there's, like, two each. Like, one, there's, like, two of them who have that, like, whip thing, that segmented yeah, laser that, whip. Yeah, that can, that can kind of also Pacific Rim turn uh-huh. into a sword. Uh, there's... Um, Dudes with like dual swords, they're and they can all and they're not lightsabers, but they can they're like the the weird spinny thing from the Force Awakens. Yeah, they can deflect, they can deflect lightsabers. Them. Yeah, and they have a fucking crazy like back to back fight where they got to fight where it's Kylo and Rey versus like eight of them. And it's awesome. It's fucking awesome. There's some sweet tag team moves. Uh, Ray throws her lightsaber to Kylo at one point who catches it and he goes on off real quick and it shoots it through the dude's head where it's like finally someone did it you know like no one's ever yeah. done it in one yeah. of these movies that was, I was like that oh was shit great. that was like a baby it was a baby driver oh shit that, moment it that took was... a while I think for this movie to start hitting oh shit moments and then it hit like oh shit after oh shit after oh shit because it's like second and third act we're just like yeah the yeah it really was the um so then they fight all these dudes and they win. And outside, the resistance is getting blown up. And Ray's like, okay, you killed Snoke. You can now assume control. Please call off the attack on my friends, basically. And I love this moment because it felt much more tangible and whatnot. I'm going I'm to go on a couple tangents right here, but the um, but it's all related. Um, he, she's pleading with him, like, come on, like, help him out. Call off the attack, blah, blah, blah. He's standing there, and he outstretches his hand, and he's basically like, join me, we kill the Resistance, kill the First Order, we kill all the old things, and we all start new. Everything's going to be new. You and I, we're going to rule, and we can rule the entire galaxy together. It feels like a much, much more believable, incredible offer than Darth Vader's at this moment. Maybe an unpopular unpopular opinion, but like... No, it's like it's very. I was like, she would do yeah. this shit. Like, I would do Everything it. Everything is there for the taking. Like, there's not that. 
Tear yeah. it all down. The other thing is, so I burn this motherfucker burn down. Burn this motherfucker down. So before I left uh, for my trip, I got a I got an Amazon Fire tablet for Christmas, which is how I watched all my Lord of the Rings. Uh, but the when I set it up, they gave me. I think I might have had this before, but I could get a. They gave me a bunch of comics, basically. So I got some random Darth Vader one, which I'm going to talk about very briefly right now before I get into my actual point. Uh, there, and this is a random Darth Vader comic. There was like six issues, and it's right after New Hope, and the Emperor is just like, "Hey, you idiot! You just got fucking sent off into space, spinning around for so long. Like, I'm going to make you do some bitch work for a little bit." where basically it's like he has to deal with all the imperial bureaucracy but while that's going on he's just like he hires Boba Fett and and a Wookiee bounty hunter and he's just like look when I was on the Death Star Obi-Wan was with some people there was a rebel pilot and it's the same rebel pilot who blew up the Death Star I don't know who the fuck this kid is but there's some kind of connection I'm feeling with him I need you to track him down and find out what you can about him don't kill him just give me the information about him and then, at the, like, at the end of the sixth, sixth thing, Boba Fett's just like, hey, I found the information you wanted. It's like, okay, what'd you got? And he's just like, I found, uh, I didn't find much. He's just some random farm kid from Tatooine. His name's Luke Skywalker. And he's like, okay, thank you. And then Boba Fett leaves, and then Darth Vader has a flashback to Padme talking and the Emperor explaining that he killed his kid. Like, it seems in your anger you killed your kids. And then Darth Vader just, like, crushes a bunch of, like, glass that he's with because now he's, like, he fu- it, it's the moment where... It, the Emperor It's the moment lied. where he realized the Emperor lied, but also he realized... It's it's the moment that you don't get to see, which is when Darth Vader figures out that Luke is his son. Because uh, otherwise, like, how does he know? But anyway, that wasn't my point. I'd also gotten World War Hulk, uh, which... I read over the course of my trip, and then uh, Planet or no, no, I got Planet Hulk, which I read over the course of my trip because that's longer. And then World War Hulk, which I read while my fucking flight got delayed. I read all five issues of Planet Hulk while I was sitting on the goddamn terminal on my plane, surrounded by like six screaming kids. It fucking sucked today a lot. It was like two hours, and then we got to leave. But so I read all World War Hulk, which the story is Hulk gets Reed Richards, Iron Man. Doctor Strange and Black Bolt trick the Hulk into a spaceship. He saves the Earth, and then basically they're like, hey, this is a good opportunity. It's right around when Civil War came out, so they're like, hey, the comic, hey, this is a good opportunity. You're kind of in space. We found this really nice planet where there's no one living there, and it's just kind of got peaceful, and I think it's, it's you're going to get left alone, so we're going to send you there. So they send him off to space. Something goes wrong. He goes to another planet where he gets sent to gladiator combat, becomes basically Spartacus, leads a rebellion, kills an emperor, Takes over the planet, uh, but while he's doing it, there's a uh, the emperor's bodyguard is a woman, and she's kind of fights him a couple times, and they have a couple clashes. But then they sort of start to fall in love, and at the end of the story, they have like she becomes his wife. They have a kid. She gets killed, and that's why he starts. Then World War Hulk is she gets killed basically, and he thinks it's Reed Richards and everybody who sent him away accidentally did it, and he's the angriest he's ever been, and he shows up to Earth and he's just like, where the fuck are you for? And just beats the shit out of everybody. It's kind of awesome. Um, <laughs> he literally gets so strong that, like, his footsteps are going to break the planet, break Earth in half. That's how World War Hulk ends. It's kind of crazy, but uh, uh, he's just so fucking angry. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, my point is, I feel like that's a trope of hero stories of old where there can be a man, a male hero and a female hero on the two opposite sides 
who do not agree eye to eye, but they have some sort of connection in their training or in their fighting and stuff like that. And one will turn coat at some point. One will flip sides with the other to go turn to go hand in hand with the other person and fight different sides or to become some sort of warrior king. The other one will be like, yes, I will be there. I'll be your guardian, be your wife or whatever. So it still feels like it's in line with like hero stories of old where it's like, oh shit, maybe she's going to do this. But like, no, it, it, it didn't fucking, it did. It's not going to happen the way you think. Like it's that whole thing. Like I, that was a long tangent, but I, I don't know if any of that made sense, but it, it, it was on my mind while I was watching it where I was like, I feel like that is like a trope. But also, she doesn't end up going with him, and now Kylo Ren just wants to take over the entire First Order, and he assumes command of the entire First Order, which is, like, kind of fucking nuts. Like, and it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, real now. Yeah. It's, like, a thing. Um, but while all the throne room stuff is happening... Well, no, he extends, extends his hand, uh, and then... But he also has Ray's lightsaber for when she chucked it to him to save the de- to save him. Uh, the two of them are trying to force pull the lightsaber because she reaches. She uses the force to reach for it to attack him instead of grabbing his hand. And then the two of them are both pulling on it using the force. While this is happening, uh, the rebel the resistance is all leaving in little ships to get to like a tiny planet where they can like hold up in an old like rebel base. While that's happening. Uh, Laura Dern is figuring out, like, oh, shit, all these ships are going to get blown up, and I'm going to need to um, do something crazy here to stop that. While that's happening, Finn and Rose and BB-8 are all, like, captured and, like, surrounded by a bunch of troops, and Captain Phasma there is there, and is just like, hey, remember me, motherfucker? And then everything starts going real fucking crazy all at once, and it's awesome. Uh, that's where, like, the four or five, like, storylines, like, all come to a head, though, where it's like... Um, what'd you think of the Phasma stuff? I thought it was fine. I, um, people were complaining and I was like, dude, she does more than fucking Boba Fett. So I don't think she's dead. <laughs> she, she might not be. I, 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 if she's not, I'm not like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, come on. She was clearly dead. But I'm also like, if she did, that's fine. Right, kind of a non-character. Um, but I would love one more. But she, she does more. Yeah, than I know. She has a cool spirit. Does. She does. That's the thing. Everyone's like, ooh. I'm like, dude, if you're complaining about Boba Fett, you got to, or if you're complaining about Phasma, you got to stop acting like Boba Fett's the shit because Boba Fett doesn't do dick in any of the Star Wars movies. He goes out in a slapstick moment. He, 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 he's like, all right, I'm going to go find fucking Han Solo. He drives Han Solo's fucking corpse to Tatooine and he's hanging out in Jabba's palace. And then he goes out. And then he goes out like, <laughs> then he goes out like a punk bitch, and he's also in the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, he's so, got a jetpack, which is cool. Ooh, a weird part I did not like uh, when they called Maz Kanata, and it was just a whole bunch of nonsense. It's just like a bunch of like innuendos. I was like, well, it was innuendos, okay, and like, like she's like got a jetpack and is like fighting people. I'm like, that's not what this character <laughs> was. What? Yeah, I was like, okay, it was nice to see her there, but then she's like, yeah, he's a great. Like he's he's, mm. Mm. I'm like. It's like, are you talking? She banging, she banging, <laughs> she's like banging, she banging, she banging, she banging, she banging, she banging, 
choking up with two. Banging everybody. Chewies, you banging everybody. About that. Um, uh, real quick though, uh, I love Chewie's intro moment where Ray keeps knocking on. Ray's trying to contact Luke. Oh and yeah, then, like he from it Luke's in. inside, and he keeps, keeps hearing the knocking and stuff, and suddenly the door boom bursts open. It was like flying across the room, and you think Ray just force pushed it open, but then uh, Chewie comes bursting, and he's like, "Rawr!" <laughs> And he's like, like Chewie, where's Han? And I was like, oh, it bummed me man. out, man. And then they don't have that you conversation. Never get and I was like, kind all of okay with that. Three. I was kind of okay with that. Oh yeah. They don't. He's like, where's Han? And I was like, oh no. And then they don't have the conversation. Hey, Chewie's kind of been in denial about the whole thing. I don't know if he's doing all right. <laughs> it's fine. He's going vegan I, now, it, so he's channeling we, it. The whole. The whole movie, the whole movie is about letting go of the past. So, like, to dedicate a whole scene to like just talking about on would have been dumb and like waste of time. Because um, we know Luke's gonna be bombed. Like, that's like obvious. Yeah. Um, now he doesn't have to I, face him. So, Snoke. All right, I wrote an article and I'm waiting to publish it because my editor hasn't seen Star Wars yet, and I've been like, he's seeing it tomorrow. So, um, I. So here's my thing. I was like totally fine with not learning about Snoke because people, the internet has ruined Star Wars, and um, everyone spent the last two years theorizing about who Snoke was, and I was always in the camp of I don't know, he might just be Snoke. We'll find out, you know, um, and. And if if the Force Awakens had ever asked the question, "Who is Snoke?" I would have been pissed, but they never do. And then I was like, "All right, let's look at Empire and Return of the Jedi in a vacuum." We never find out who the Emperor is in Empire or Return of the Jedi. We get the hologram, which, by the way, wasn't even here in McDermott in the original release. It was a monkey on an old lady face, voiced by Clive Revel, and then. Uh, it's E. McDermott, who's amazing, but he's also just there. He's the Emperor. He doesn't have a name. He's just the Emperor. And he goes out. He dies the same exact way. He probably has less screen time than Snoke does in these two movies. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's close. It's, like, close. He has a lot of... He's in Jedi a lot. But is he? He's not. He kind of is. <laughs> he's just kind of, like, sitting on his chair, fucking... Telling Luke to strike him yeah. down. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, and, like, we all know what happens when we get a movie describing what happens to people when they rise to power. We get the prequels. So it's like, do we really need to know? Probably not. And, like, I think people were just like, I understand people's disappointment, but, like, that's all on them, you know? Like, that's totally their creation. Like, their their disappointment is all There's on them. Um... Weekly Planet, they have a friend of theirs who has a shirt, and he was at some fan thing, and Ryan Johnson called him out because he loved his shirt so much, and all it says is, your Snoke theory sucks. So it's like, and then, they, he, the dude made the shirt, and then I think Ryan Johnson started wearing it, I think. I could be backwards on that, but... You raise a good point, though, of these movies in a vacuum, and I think it's the same thing with the humor of the movies, because I was thinking about this earlier today, where people are complaining about the jokes... And different goofy, jokey moments. I think the moments that are funny in the old movies that play as jokes, we don't, they don't register as much for us anymore because they're just kind of classic moments. Where it's like you already know the joke, like 
C-3PO is a funny character. He's a really prissy robot. Like, he's a really, really fucking prissy robot. He's it, sassy. R2's cursing. Like and like fucking trash can who... He's like a little Italian it, guy. <laughs> I picture him as like a little, like a... He's like, he's like Joe Pesci. He's like... Or Dana DeVito. Like Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon 3. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, I was watching Home Alone. You know the, the van they drive says okay on it, right? In Home Alone. That's a Lethal Weapon reference. Okay. Um, uh, that okay. Guy, his character in Lethal Weapon 3 more so is like fucking... He's so good. Whatever his name. I can't remember the character's name, but he's so good. But yeah, no, it's like... Yeah, so you're right, though. I think people people don't look at these movies in vacuums anymore because they've become more. so big and they've transcended film and... Yeah. Other mediums. So it's like, it's like, guys, like, do we ever know who the emperor was until 1999 to 2005? No, he's just the fucking emperor. Do we ever need to know? No, pro- arguably not. Because <laughs> that's what happened. I think the, though, the thing, though, with Snoke is like, we have, Snoke is really old, and he said he's been there, he's seen the empire. He's seen the Republic fall and the Empire rise and the Empire fall. Like he said, he has some line of that. I probably butchered it, but it's like it's more so just like, well, then where was he during some of this time? Like, where did he come from? Because he's old. That's that's really just that's my biggest thing. Where it's just like because we have this is still at number eight though in a series. Because of that, like he probably has to exist somewhere in there. But that's the other thing. All right, so that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Um, I also like reading into the fact. Like, I read into this a little more when like the prequels were on TV, or I guess I was like rewatching. You can admit, you can admit to it. It's fine. And, <laughs> and they, it's like it's not the lightning that disfigures Palpatine. It just reveals his true form. So I just have this idea that heavy dark side users just look like shit because they're just so yeah. corroded and consumes them corrupt by evil and just like you know so i think that plays into it but then if he has that i didn't know i don't remember that line that he says so i guess maybe he is really old but th- then that, like that kind of throws out the whole rule of two but is he technically a sith we don't know did, this, Probably did the not. force suddenly He's, come to him at some random point because it, otherwise it seems like did the force yes, awaken in him first or something like it could have well that's the thing like the, i think that title kind of rings true for this is like the force isn't just the skywalkers guys it's you know it's the thing there's some random everywhere on casino planet yeah in, in Vegas, casino world sonic you know, not happening and not leaving <laughs> and he's certainly and, not on a vegas vacation because i didn't see chevy chase there at all <laughs> that was a good cameo well russ you know when you win that- some you lose some <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah. Let me yeah, can I talk about? Um, I, I I was like totally fine with this. I loved shit, it. Though. I thought everything they did was this movie did. It was like Blade Runner, where it did everything it should have done with all of the central questions, in that it didn't really answer any of them. <laughs> 
Which it, it doesn't need to. Have, it doesn't it did, owe us anything. It's not important. Like, I think that was the point of Ray's thing. It's like, it doesn't matter who her parents are because Ray is Ray. Like, that's when she was being a fourth yeah, dimension. You're the, you're the big deal. It's the same thing with Anakin. Shmi Skywalker doesn't matter. And that was the thing. She's, I was like, did Ray, was Ray born of the Force? Is, I was like, is that what the movie's trying to say? Have you ever heard the tragedy of Dark Plague is the Wise? Could you tell it to me? Um, <laughs> uh, I have Which a fan God, theory. Ooh, I, um, you know I'm all about that. So, and this is something I came up on my own, too. Right. I didn't read this anywhere, so I'm taking credit for this. Uh, Leia died when she, when she got blown out into the space, and she, for the rest of the movie, has been force-projecting herself, and off-screen taught Luke how to do it. And that's how he does it at the end. He force projects. He astral projects. That's my little fun little... That's kind of fucking sweet. Uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, yeah, she does, yeah, but like she it? does interact with a couple people. Like, she shoots... Yeah, I know. No, it's, I, it's just, not. It's just like a fun I, little... I could buy yeah. it, though. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, um, some, some other stuff. Uh, we gotta talk about Laura Dern. Well, she does touch... She does She does touch all the... Or actually, I added to it. Uh, she taught Luke how to do it, and that's why Luke was... They were able to physically touch at the end, because he kisses mm. her on the forehead. And those the um, dice stayed for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, ending, same ending as Ragnarok, funeral. Oh, Lu- uh, Finn, hello, boys, I'm back. Oh, yeah, trying to do that. I was I he almost ran all over the fucking place. Uh, that would have been I, I'm glad that didn't happen. I thought that would have been a cool death. I would I was I was like, alright, word. I was into it. Gets and a then smooch. It didn't happen. Finn gets a smooch. Which was fine. Not in not into it? Right. It was fine. Uh, it was whatever. That was cool. Um, like, it's miniature Death Star tech. I was like, whoa. That's cool. I, <laughs> one of my notes is Social social justice wars. Um, it's all run by a woman with purple hair and Chewy's vegan. Um, oh boy, Laura Dern. Dude, I want to talk uh, about Laura Dern. Let me talk about God damn it, yeah, Sean. Let me talk, talk about, about Laura, Laura Dern. Dern. For for hold one down, time on this down. podcast, Sean edits out all the other times I'm trying to talk about Laura Dern. So we're finally back to my favorite <laughs> segment, talking Dern. Uh, we're having to. It's it's our number two six segment behind. Was hey buddy, too. did you get hey, this? Did you get the CPJ? We'll save it. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're having uh, we're having a Dern talking to. It's a Stern Stern talking. Dern talking. We're having a Dern talking to. Um, Laura Dern's in this movie. That's important to know. Uh, she's uh, Admiral Holdo, who is a purple haired. She replaces. Uh, Leia, when Leia uh, is in a coma for a chunk of the movie, and Poe Dameron initially is Poe's just like, who the fuck is she? Like she, like he's heard of her, but like never never seen her, and he seems kind of underestimated because I think Poe Dameron might be a little bit of uh, not the best guy in the world. He's kind of dumb. No, like I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, he's he's exactly he's he's like he's like of the old quote unquote old school. If you will, he's like a little bit of Han yep. Solo type. I like that all the main heroes in these movies, in the new movies, are kind of dumb and fallible. Everyone's kind of dumb and in their own way, and I love it. Um, uh, but but but, Finn's especially Finn. Dumb. Finn. Finn. Finn's dumb in the Force Awakens too. Like he's he's very 
makes really Finn's rash real dumb. decisions. Ray is pretty dumb too, but she's more in. Uh, but she's capable. Like she knows that she can like do things. Um, uh, uh, she takes over and Poe was butting heads because he doesn't agree with what her plan is, but she's also not completely explaining her plan. He doesn't know what her plan but is. But he also just straight up doesn't trust her. Um, so, one second. Uh, come back. Um, uh, yeah, talk about, <laughs> talk about we're having a but, 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 but it, it, like, there's like a mutiny where Poe Dameron like has a mutiny and he tries to like get rid of her. That doesn't really go well. Like it doesn't really work out because she's still she, she like fights back and like it basically retakes control. And like Princess Leia was like, no, she was doing the right thing the whole time. She wasn't trying to do any hero stuff. She was just trying to save as many people as she could. Uh, and then the resistance is trying to escape at the end, and she's gonna she's vowing like somebody has to stay on their big ship basically to make sure that the uh, first order stays with it and basically blows it up. And um, she decides to stay, and the first order just starts picking off the tiny little transport ships uh, because what's his name Benicio del Toro figures out Kylo they, he drops the shield on it. There's yeah, cloaking and That's he was able to hack and like figure out where all of them are. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but 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 and so she used the the ship has enough for warp. One like it can go if it can fly at warp speed just one time. She turns it around and she fucking warps into Snoke's gigantic fucking star destroyer. And it's like the craziest fucking moment in the movie because that happens while Kylo and Rey are trying to pull the lightsaber both directions, and right as it breaks, Holdo's ship smashes right through, and it goes instead of being loud, it's just all silent, and you just see like this grand scale like black and white like break apart of like the destruction of it, where it's like you just see like the light, like how it would have fucking. Like, the whole fleet, too. Not just Snoke's ship. Like, every Star Destroyer. It's, like, catastrophic. Because it's, like, warp speed bullet going through the... And it's presented in the best way. I can't describe it. Just, like, that's, like, flawless execution. Just, like... I was just, like... Literally, I was, like... (laughs) Dead silent. Dead silent. I'm glad no one said... Because, like, apparently I've been reading a lot of articles about people saying dumb shit during that silence to, like, ruin it. I'm just like, I'm so glad no one said anything. A couple people were like, wow. And I think I might have said wow out loud, too. I probably reacted. I was like, Like, this is just, like, holy shit. I love that moment. It was so grand. Yeah, that was probably... Most visually, and, like, the lack... And like, sometimes, like, the lack of audio is just, like, amazing. Just... Not with a bang. Top ten Star yep. Wars moments and ever. It, it didn't even have to blow like, up a planet. So That's what I was talking about. Like, fucking Force Awakens, we didn't need Starkiller Base. We didn't need to blow up nine planets or whatever the fuck happened. Um, nope. 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 And everyone was like, this is dumb. And I'm like, all right, it's not as dumb as another fucking... That's this was so much better. Like, I'd rather... I'd rather have fucking Mad Max Fury Road in space than another yeah. fucking Death Star. This was a chase movie the um, entire time, and it ends with, like, everybody's basically just, like, you know, it's like a Western where it's, like, everyone's just hold off and, like, one old hideout. There's no way out. Like, everyone's ready to die. Like, everyone's ready to fucking die, and it feels like they're going to. But that, well, that happens. The lightsaber breaks, and Finn and that, the ship getting fucked up, 
destroys where like Finn is surrounded, Finn and Rose are, and BB-8 are surrounded, and then that gives them a chance to escape. But also BB-8 takes control of an ATST, or an ATST just starts shooting at stormtroopers, and you're like, what the fuck's going on? And then like the top of it just gets like ripped off for no reason, and it's just BB-8, and Finn's like, uh, okay, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, still connected to, like, its charging dock or whatever, and it just, like, gets pulled off. Um, BB-8 also yeah, has some great moments. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Um, I loved that, and I love when they put the garbage can over him, and he does the dan 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 <laughs> he like does his own version of that. It's yeah, so he good. does that. There's an um, evil BB-8 who like right away spots him. He's like, yeah. that's not right. Evil BB-8 was mean. Yeah, He's he like was. the Terminator. Um, yeah. Got the red eye and everything. Um, Another marketing I, thing where it was like they're like, oh, there's this evil BB-8 and he's in two minutes. At m- yeah, that's what they, like. I think Ryan Johnson's like, I'll just fucking do it, but like, These I don't want to make them ingrained. like yeah, consequential to the, plot. To the world. Yeah, in some of the story. It's just part of the world, yeah. Which I loved. I was like, it's not going to be like the the fucking porgs are going to take down the first order. I don't know. There's a bunch um, still. Uh, they made nests inside of the Falcon. I would. I would. <laughs> um. So. The so you had problems with the last sequence. I think the final everything was act, so satisfying with the Lardern spaceship smash. Uh, everything coming together. Ray rejected Kylo Ren, and then I from the trailers I knew that there was going to be some sort of ground assault, and I was I was starting to be like this is getting a little long, and if I was. Well, that's in the first. Yeah, that's in the first trailer with the the red trailing thing. I was like, Although, what is this fuck, happening? dude? Visually, um, that they. He did wonders. He did that was a great wonders with the piece. red dust because, like, the ships, the 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 speeders, like flying towards, like, and the and like, it looked so fucking cool. The walkers were fine; they didn't really do anything. They were basically just a wall. Yeah, it was um, really big. And then, um, I yeah, and then that was awesome. Luke shows up. Well, what's the name? What's his name? Poe realizes you can't do hero moves. Finn does not realize it, and he tries to do what Poe would have done. Rose stops him. He tries to reintegrate it, and then Luke Skywalker shows up. And Luke was rejecting being a legend. He was rejecting being a hero the entire time, and it looks like he gave himself a haircut. And he goes outside to face Kylo Ren alone, and he pulls out his blue lightsaber, which is the same one that had exploded inside the ship. And the whole time, I was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah, that was. I was like, yep. I was like, wait a minute. And, I was, and then Hold everything on. else continued. Which I think was I guess point, that was the point. I was like, initially really yeah. fucking pissed and distracted. Yeah. Because spoiler alert, Luke's been projecting himself this whole time into an idealized version of what the First Order would have thought Luke Skywalker would have been capable and Kylo especially. And Kylo especially would have been capable of, but his blue lightsaber was destroyed right before this. So the fact that he had it, I was like, what's going on? Also, where is his green one? Uh, yeah, which is in it the is. movie. He has it when he's when he pulls it. Yeah. Well, it's also at the end of Return of the Jedi. I, I like rewatched it. And I was like, does he have his? Because in the sh- it's a continuity error, yeah. actually. But um, it's but whatever. He has it. um, he has it. um, it's not important. It's and not then important. he go, like Luke goes outside, faces Kylo Ren, and Kylo Ren's like he just can't touch him. Luke is doing all these crazy fucking moves. It was really cool, actually, because that also felt prequely, where like Luke's capable of doing all these crazy flippy like answer. Yeah, he does that, like, like, turn, like, kind of slide. Like, like, you know how Wonder Woman was able to do all the slides? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched. I actually just wow, rewatched. I watched the, the final battle. Holds up. Holds it up. Does. Holds up pretty well. The final battle I watched. Well. Uh, like honestly, on the plane today I watched the final battle of that and final battle of Rogue One earlier because that was all I had time. Interesting. You watched the worst part of because no. last time I watched it before Justice uh, League, I did not catch that part actually. Um, okay. Okay. Um, what else? The I also a little detail. I don't know if you knew this. I I didn't notice it when I first watched it, and when I read about it, I was like, "Oh wow, that is really good." Uh, Luke's footsteps don't drudge up the red under the white. That's awesome. I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah. That's like that was where I was like, "Oh wow, well, Ryan Johnson." When Round Kylo Ren Johnson there, and Luke's like, "If you strike me down, like I will always be with you," and they're like, "It's gonna suck. I'm gonna be real fucking annoying. I'm just gonna be like, hey, Kylo Ren, I'm hanging out with a bunch of puppets. You want remember, some ghost titty milk? You remember, you remember when you tried to kill me and you didn't? Now I'm gonna live forever. That uh, was awesome. Kylo, he just doesn't care. And he also, when they started the fight, Kylo Ren does the thing he did in the Force Awakens teaser, where he does a stomp. Stomp ignite, and but it does it from the other side. And it looks a little goofier, and it's just like hey, Kylo Ren. You still kind of suck, uh, but he um, when he goes, he swings and he, he cut. It looks like he cuts Luke right in half. Very much like Obi Wan. Yeah. You see his foot slide across the red, and it looks like blood going against the snow. And it's so fucking good. It's such a. It might be my favorite moment of the. Mo- it's that and the Larner and Spaceship Smash are like two of my favorite like stylistic touches. Uh, fuck, it was so good. But nope, Luke wasn't there. I, uh, and he's fine. Yeah. And then Luke Luke ejaculates <laughs> all of his force powers and then dies no, all over as one fortune <laughs> on that, that weird sea monster. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe that was in there. Like, I keep bringing it up, but like, I can't believe that was in the movie. Yeah. I was like, that thing's got four titties. I also right like. Word and he's gonna milk it. He, he's gonna he has it. like two winks. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I really, I really like that. And then, um, oh, dude, the Falcon shows up and they bring back the Tie Fighter theme at from A New Hope, and I was just like, I that's my favorite musical like Ooh. beat in Star Wars and I was like it's never it hasn't been I, in the movie since you know mine is uh, mine is um, A New Hope uh, I think it, it's an empire I think it's in yeah 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 it's similar to the TIE Fighter one a little bit I think there's elements of each um I'll send you the I'll send you the actual song I know that it, it, the yeah. tie, the Tie Fighter bit appears in. Um, it's so good, um, and I was just like, I was like Ooh, yeah, because <laughs> then I thought about Family Guy because in the Family Guy Star Wars when they're fighting <laughs> the Tie Fighters and that song comes on, Peter's singing it along with the music, <laughs> and I was like, that's me right now, like I'm loving it. Um, um. Yeah, that was really great. And she and then Ray is using she's on the gunner and she's like, Oh wow, this is really great. Call and I was back. like, That's kind of a cool callback to Force Awakens. And then uh so she gets her, she gets to try she's it out. Largely absent um, through the final battle, which is fine. Yeah, like it's it it's yeah, I think I don't think anyone got shortchanged though, you know? Like it, it was weird. Like it was 
very much Empire in the sense that they're all kind of separate. And then at the end, she meets Poe. Yeah, and I'm like, met. that's yeah. right, they never met. I was like, because I knew that, but I forgot, you know? Like, it just kind of escaped me that they and never now, met. She's probably like, maybe he like, could be my boyfriend. Oh. Isn't that, isn't that what the her whole storyline is? <laughs> she's just trying to find a boyfriend? I sense a love... I sense oh, a love hexagon. Finn, Ray. There's a love pentagon going and on. And maybe one of those four-titted sea monsters. Finn, Poe, Ray, Rose. <laughs> Poe, Ray, Rose. And, and Rose, too. Don't Carl. forget about Rose. It's all kind Finn. of like musical notes. It's like poetry. There's six people. That's a six. That's a, fan, uh, that's fan a fan hexagon. Maybe no. Snoke's. Hexagon, uh, yeah. Snoke's there. It's a love hexagon. In Snoke's his golden like, robe. Yes, he's 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 oh, fucking he's marrying Stranger Things. <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's marrying Stranger Things. I was bag. trying to do the sunny thing. What's the password? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's just oh, Frank. Good food. Um, <laughs> Frank trying to, Frank trying to like, be like, no, Dennis, it's a nice time during that is one of the fun, like, subtly funnest, funniest things. There's some good food. He's like, eating wings. <laughs> Guy's not even wearing his mask. <laughs> He's not even wearing a mask. Um, oh my god. Um, I loved at the end, they show like a wide of where the battle took place, and uh-huh. it's just blood red. There's uh-huh. just like, that was really real cool. smart. It was real smart. Um, I really I liked that setting cool. for it. Like it was like kind of hoffy, it but it wasn't thing. like it, it. It was its own thing, but it also Crystal kind Mines. of drew up like imagery from Hoth, kind of. Um, but yeah, that that shit was uh. dope. Um, let me see what else I got written in my notes. I like tackle. What did you a lot think about this, the? Surprised. Did oh, we really um, talk about Finn and Rose's uh, anime horse dog hyenas. Because that's probably... I just like that part. Um, it was, was just like, this is fun. They're smashing it up. It was It felt fine. weird, but... It was fun. I, well, that kind of leads into my, my one point that I haven't gotten to, which is, like, the military-industrial complex, which I thought was a little uh, yeah. a little real. It's fine. <laughs> um, it was good. I liked it. I was like, that's... Yeah, I was like... Because I, I always wondered, like, where all this shit gets made, you know? Like, who's who's making this? Is it the First Order? Because they talk about it a lot in that Catalyst book, which is the prequel to Rogue One, and it's like, that's why I liked, I didn't like Rogue One that much, because I thought if they made the book that I read before Rogue One, the movie, I was like, this is actually kind of interesting. Um, but, yeah, I was like, it's not all Geonosians. It can't all be Geonosians. They just built the Death Star. Yeah, there's also that dude um, from the Techno Union who I really like his design. He's got like a butt head. He's got like steampunk goggles, and he's got like a big like metal thing. And I and he's like, it's practical. Anyway, um, and oh, well, what about the Nemoidians? Is that illegal? <laughs> Shout out to Blank Check <laughs> with Griffin and David. Um, what else? Um, so the only other note that I have is um. So overall, I guess I can kind of like sum up my um, thoughts was that I think The Force Awakens Mm -hmm. was too safe. And I think the reason why people 
aren't as thrilled with The Last Jedi is because it wasn't safe at all. And I think if they had... The only really big idea that they introduce in Force Awakens is her vision when she touches the lightsaber for the first time. Um, That's like the only the only new like stylistic thing that they bring to Star Wars. And I guess the the freezing people with the force. (laughs) But that's also kind of a natural progression of like what you know what I mean? So but like this movie introduces a lot of new ideas. And I think if they like maybe allocated a few of them into the Force Awakens, it might have been an easier transition into this I for think a lot of people. Between but that's just my that's just my. I don't think it's a critique of the movie. No, I, I think just think that right. that's maybe why people are a little. I was talking to my brother's friend because my oldest brother and his friend were here when I got home, and I was talking to them a little bit, and then he was like, "Oh, have you seen Star Wars yet?" And I was like, "Dude, I loved it." He's like, "Oh yeah, two and a half hours of my life I can't get back." I was like, well, "What did you want from it?" And he literally was just like. Saying it was stupid, he uh, he was saying all these things. And I was just like, "Well, it was about this, and I liked this. I liked that because of this reason, and I thought this was awesome. I thought the fight was cool. It just he was like, I just thought it was so long. I was like, well, whatever. But then I was just like, well, what do you? What did you want from the movie? Like, what did you want it to be? Like, that was the thing. He was like, I don't know. Two hours. <laughs> that, was good. That, was, that was a good one. I don't know. It's, it. it's it's one of those things where it's like Star Wars is almost. Biblical and it, it not biblical, but it's like it's so the important fans made it biblical. in a lot of ways. Where it's just like where he was talking about all the stuff he's reading online. I was like, yeah, it feels like homework, doesn't it? He's like, yeah, and I was like, it kind of sucks. Like Disney, I think now has the rights to X Men. I think that happened when I was gone. Did it? Oh yeah. A lot. Yeah, a lot of Here's another thing. I think we lost net neutrality on my flight from <laughs> Sydney to uh, yep. or, 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 yep. or San Francisco to Sydney. I was like, wait, what? Oh, God damn it! And then Disney bought Fox. Yeah. Did Disney buy all um, Fox? Can someone ex- can you explain to me what happened, Sean? They bought twenty. They bought twenty wow. Central Fox. Which the one good thing that comes of it is that they can probably re-release all of the. But original now we have releases. to deal with the X Men um, dealing in the MCU, and I just don't want to. <laughs> We can get Pat Oswald's fever dream from uh, Parks and Rec, filibuster. Um, <laughs> um, but I think this, I don't know, it's its kind of alarming, but I don't know. I think Disney's going to, they're going to have to, it's just going to become Disney versus Warner. Like, Warner's going to refuse to sell DC, and it's just going to, then Warner's going to get scared and just buy shit, and... It's going to be like Disney versus Warner. We need the little guys. It. We need um, the little, little weirdos making weird movies and then do something yeah. cool. We need Ryan. We need Ryan Johnson sabotaging franchises. He didn't fucking sabotage um, anything. Like people are like. <laughs> he did. He did kind of undermine Star Wars, which I do love. Like he really did in the like, right ways. And I know. I mean, that's what I was saying. Like I loved it. I was like super into it. That's why, again, I keep saying Luke lived on a secluded island filled with dumb puppets. Also, did, like... like that was I'm, what Star Wars was. So, is Disney that bad? Because they clearly let Ryan Johnson kind of just run with it, you know? Yeah. Like, he, I, I don't really think... It's like, weird when they... They just gave him things that It's weird when they he, let people... Like, he just had to put certain, certain things in, and then he did, and he had Chewbacca just eat them. And yeah. and Luke milk them. <laughs> uh, and give a wink. But it's weird where it's like he's 
certain studios just like let certain like Taika Waititi was able to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do with Ragnarok. And like they that that generally worked out, even though I, me and you didn't love it. Like I liked, <laughs> no, I can it's we good. can appreciate that they did that. Like it's a one, it's basically one dude's vision. This was one dude's vision. Yeah, it was written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Lawrence Kasdan wasn't in there. JJ wasn't really in there. He was probably just collected fat stacks from it. Um, which leads me to my next point is I'm this like almost kind of makes me worried that I'm a little more concerned that JJ's doing nine now. I was like totally fine with it at first. Now I'm like, is this is nine going to be reactionary? Um, if it is, then they're listening. Then they're not having enough confidence in what they're doing, and it's it's why Rogue One sucked so much. Rogue One was supposed to be the different bold step, and then it wasn't. And I think that they saw that. Yeah. I do too. I think they learned from. I, I think this was like, t- like same thing with Iron Man too. Yeah, and like some of the Marvel movies where like they, Age of Ultron too. I think like they when they try and step on certain people who have a much clearer voice. The Russos, the Russos though. I'm curious. To see, I'm like I'm really I'm curious to see the Infinity War. Well, it's weird though, where it's just like. Are the Russos just, do they have a clear vision, or are they just good at having enough of a vision and then saying, yeah. Like, and managing and managing corporate bullshit, like bureaucracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good the point. Question. That's really the question. And it's like, um, that's, I think I think Han Solo might answer a lot of that, too. Like, that's going to be a case study, too. That's going to be more of a case study. posters came out. I know. They don't look that good. Um, it's going to be a shitty movie, K- That's going to be more of a case study than Justice League was, in my opinion. Like... Here's a movie that was like almost entirely reshot, not just like fifty percent of it. <laughs> Justice League is so goddamn bad. <laughs> it was fun, but it was like I'm gonna buy it on uh, Blu-ray so reluctantly because I'm curious to see if they have like me with Batman v Superman, but I'm not special I'm not features about what happened. Uh, I'm, that's the only won't. thing they sh- <laughs> they won't. They don't. They, they lie about every movie. Lies about when shit like that happens. Yeah. You could, did you watch the Half in the Bag Last Jedi review? Not yet. I haven't opened because I haven't oh opened enough to. They didn't like it, it, but it's really good. They didn't? No, it's really good, though. Like, the review is really good. Uh, I can't fucking wait. I'm very, very, very curious like, to hear why they didn't. All of, like, I'd say, like, 90% of their complaints are, like, kind of valid, but they just didn't appreciate it like we did but also they just they're starting to get they're just like super cynical they are just like the most cynical people about it they're they're reaching the tipping point though of mike's new crusade i forget what he, i think it was with thor he started he's starting to hate big movie theater chains and big movies he's just oh yeah to be like, like you could tell like they I can't fucking they do immediately shit on fandango like right off the bat and like <laughs> yeah the, in the episode description it says asterisk we're not actually sponsored by fandango i was like i don't know what that's about but <laughs> you'll learn it like the next in the first like 10 seconds um i'm probably gonna put that on when i, when I have to start packing so, for my next it's thing it's so good because it, it they they mainly talk about just like the whole Disney, like it's it's much more that than it is a criticism of this. It, it is and it isn't. Like the, I don't know. Okay. I, I liked it though. I, I like. I'll, g- I'll give it a watch. I wasn't a like, bit. oh, these guys suck because they hated it. And I liked Star Wars. Like you know what I mean. Like I was no. totally fine. With it. it's, it's also suck. it's also just funny as Hacks. fuck, dude. Like it's just, oh, it's great. They make some I jokes don't... that are just so tasteless but hilarious. 
that's those guys. Yeah. That's them in that's, a nutshell. That's their, like, that's their brand, dude. Yeah, it's, it's they're fucking great. I'm, I love them. I love them so much. A couple other thoughts. Uh, I want to go back to Ray sneaking, stealing the books. I love that Yoda burned. When did that happen? It doesn't Off matter. Off screen? Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, I love that Yoda burned the place down before Luke could see that she took the books. And that's why Yoda was cracking up. Because it's just like, I just need you to think it's all burned down so that you can do what you have to do, man. Like, Yoda gets it. And he's, like, cracking up about it. And it's like, that seems kind of goofy. And I was like, that was weird. I can't believe you did that. And then it's just like, nah, she's got the books. It's all good. It's going to live on. Like, he knows that. That's a good point. But it's probably better if Luke doesn't. Yeah. I also... It's sacred texts. I love that one. <laughs> sacred texts. Like, Luke, Luke not go exactly. to the sacred texts. <laughs> not exactly page turners were they? turners they were not. <laughs> I love that Frank. I love that it was Frank Oz, and I feel like his voice sounded better than it did. It sounded exactly the same. Like he hasn't. Like dude, James Earl Jones did not sound good in Rogue One. No. Frank Oz, he's like, he's like, sounds exactly the same. Me, my ship. <laughs> Yeah, he just sounds old, which is why it's like he's gonna be in the Lion King again. It's like, why? Uh, it's gonna be more impressive. Everything the Lion touches is a kingdom. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, also, in that scene, I was half expecting. I really was waiting for you and Gregor to show up. I'm kind of glad he didn't. I am too, ultimately, but I was expecting it to be like, so what's my granddaughter up to? Uh. <laughs> That's how it ends. Just, just like the Curb Your Enthusiasm thing. That would be if like Ray and Kylo Ren had like an actual love moment where they like kiss or something like that, and then they somehow find out that it's like Han Solo has a Force ghost, and he's like, oh, so, by the way, we had twins. And Luke just looks at the camera like, mm. and then Leia looks at the camera like, nah, it us. Oh my, oh my, this is some, this is some Lannister shit. Um, yes, R two, quite like in your fanfic. R two writes, R two writes fanfiction. What oh, if? Well, I mean, arguably, R two and three PO are the only ones that are in all the movies, so it is them telling the story. And R two or three PO also tells the story of Star Wars in six. So, Darth Vader. <laughs> um, I also was worried that a Hayden Christensen was going to show up uh, in God, Force Ghost. Well, there's been rumors about that since Force Awakens. I think that they should. I actually think they should. It would be a um, nice like redemption, at, like on a like an actor level. Like if he had a really if good scene. Kylo Ren starts to see ghosts. I think him. I think Hayden Christensen having a conversation with him about the path he's on and the perils of it, and like there could be something kind of meta there where Hayden Christensen's is like, you don't want to be Darth Vader, man. <laughs> I, I think that would be nice. I think I think Christensen deserves a good Star Wars moment because he doesn't really have one. And they're slowly they like the force like these movies are doing the right things that they need to do with the prequels. But I think by reestablishing where it's like there is drama in the things that happened, it's just not told in that way. Like the moment with Luke about ready to relive the what his father had done. Like it's 
I think it's... I'm talking about Sidious and... Well, no, about to kill Ben. Like, that's, that is what his father did. Oh, like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's all in there. It's yeah. all in there. Like, there's, there's yeah. plenty of stuff For that's sure. in there. Well, know, and also just, just yeah, like, well, like, him referencing, like, Sidious, I was like, I never thought, uh-oh, okay, I never thought he would, like, name drop that, you know? Right. Like, that was cool. Yeah, like no, that. it was great. I was like, all right, if you're gonna bring it in, might as well, he's like, the Jedi, I really liked that, I liked that, he's like, dude, the, like, the Jedi are fucking a bunch of nerds, like... Jabronis. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> They thought they were so cool, and they thought they all had it figured out, and they, like, literally are the reason why the Empire existed, and now the First Order, and now, like, you know what I mean? Like, so many people died because of them, um, and their fallacies and faults and whatnot. Yeah. So, it's good shit. All in all, we didn't talk about it for two hours, uh, it was a good fucking movie, I loved it. I need to see it again. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to see it again in theaters, but, like, I fucking want to i liked it more the um, second time so i'm sure you I think will i will too. too i'll probably dig the battle more i probably won't have as much of a problem with it um it was just it was, just, it was very jarring like yeah because like, it's like well now everything felt like it, it had fallen into place and it was like okay no, and every, stop and, and why does do this other last battle why does every scene with kylo ren and an old character look terribly green screened like if I think if like the shit with Luke and him didn't look so green screened, it would have been a little better. But like, it does look pretty bad. Like that it wide shot of bad. the two of them, I'm like, that looks, looks weird. That looks really weird. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Um, um, I don't know. But I, don't I mean, know. you know, it's inconsequential. There's bad effects in all Star Wars movies, so um, I can uh, live with it. Yeah. Although I still think nine and a half out of ten, I fucking loved it. I had very few complaints and. I'm more into movies where, like, as I'm watching this, I'm just like, yeah, I get why people don't like this, but man. I do. Yeah, that's all that matters, <laughs> which is true. Yeah. It's all that Blade Runner. Um, well, I get why people don't like this, but man. That's the thing. It's like, film is subjective, first of all. And second of all, it's like, it's, I, I made the con- comparison. Obviously, it's like it's to a different scale, but like, I feel like The Force Awakens is like a Marvel movie. And the last yeah. Jedi is like a DC movie in the sense that it makes it's a lot of something. bold decisions, and they don't always sit well with a lot of people. Like Martha, yeah, most of them did. well, most of them Martha, worked more, a and like bl- bad bold idea. And Ryan Johnson's a better director than Zack Snyder, but just the sense that like if you had a better director directing the same script in BVS or like a similar script, it probably would have. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, gotcha. it's like, it's, it's like ideas versus execution, you know? And focusing on the wrong things and yeah, whatnot. And not being clear and concise mm-hmm. and hammering. I think he time. also, I don't know how much Last Jedi cost, but I think he used all the money in the right places. It's a movie where I think everything is, it's not like, like I was watching the fucking, so. Shot on film we, too. All, it, the, all the movie ooh. episode movies are shot on film. That's cool. So, like, when we were getting the tour of Hobbiton, we, they explained that, like, the tree on top of Bilbo on Bag End, like, Peter Jackson didn't like the leaves, so they spent, like, a lot of money to repaint all the leaves. And I was like, well, when you have a quarter of a billion dollars to make whatever, you can do that. <laughs> and then while I was watching the movies, I was like, combined, I watched all of them, bing, bang, boom, like I said, combined $750 million, and I was just like, what are these, like, 
Where did this it's money so much, go? <laughs> well, no, it's all on screen, but it's just like, why? like so much of it's just like, why? Like the dwarves at the end when they're holed up in Erebor and like everyone's trying to talk to them, like they all have a different set of armor and it's all like each one, like none of them seem practical. <laughs> and it's like all the dwarves have all this stupid fucking hair and everything. I'm just like, <sighs> the makeup just like doesn't look good. And the, they have, like, some of them, they do. Some of them look really good. Some of the makeup looks really good. Balin, who's the old one? Yeah. Uh, money, the entire time. Oh, yeah, also, it's, that it's, dude's like, it's like, conceptually, it doesn't look that far off from a human. That's why. Like, the ones that have, like, the crazy hair and, like, beards and shit. It's like, uh, that looks weird. But, like, that's why Lord the of the Rings movies? works. Because it's all, like, all the weird characters still have, like, human traits besides orcs. And that's why they're orcs. They're evil. Like, uh. they just don't look human. But even still, there's enough humanity. Like, there's enough humanness. Yeah, you're right. And there's just more monsters. But, yeah, yeah anyway. It's just... Uh, God, it's just random orc attacks in those movies just for the sake of orc attacks. And they're all, like, CG. And I was like... Oh, man, I was, I was getting upset. Because I've defended the Hobbit movies many a time for no reason. And I was just like, I'm upset now. Last Jedi is definitely worth more defending more than... Yeah, and I, that was probably, like, a quarter of a billion. That was probably 250. Yeah, Force Awakens is 300, so I could see this being about the same. I think it was a worthy investment. It's not going to make as much money as Force Awakens, but second movies and trilogies rarely do. But long term. Two two Towers made less than Fellowship and Return. Uh, Empire made less than Return of the Jedi and New Hope. So it's it's a trend. I I didn't expect it to make more. It's not like Star Wars has been gone. You know what I mean? I feel like people are like, oh yeah, I'll just be able to catch this whenever. I don't have to see this in theaters. Um, but what was I gonna say? I don't know. Really loved it. Let me wanna let's do some 